0: hi this is joseph arthur thanks for checking out come to where i'm from please support us on patreon patreon.com slash come to where i'm from we are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated
1: it's clean (laughs) check check one
0: two so wait you don't work out Hold on, check, one, two, except for... First,
1: my, except first of for, all, episode 96, Come To Where I'm From podcast, Griffin, Wade, house.
0: Griffin house. What's up? In the house. In the house. Finally in the house. Finally Wait the a house. minute, episode 96?
1: 96. 96? <laughs> you
0: guys are crushing it. Fuck, I love that number, because it's 69, and I'm not talking about it in a sexual way. I just like the number 69. It follows me. I, it means change or something. I don't know. Wasn't I, look, that I looked it up. Not 68? No. Nah, when 60, you
1: say 68 something?
0: I
2: don't know. You you pretty much have to explain not in a sexual way or anything.
0: Yeah, when when referring to 69. <laughs> but it's got the Jimi Hendrix thing if 6 was 9. Still still going on with the weirdness on mm. that. It was
2: a very good year. And hard to believe that it was only 11 years before I was
0: born cuz it seems like How what year were you born? 80. 80? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Damn. You're a kid, man. I'm I'm the senior citizen up in here. (laughs) You don't look like it, though. I was born in 71.
2: My mustache is a
0: lot grayer than yours. I know. I'm getting gray. (laughs) I, like, I was, did you ever do the just for men dye your shit? No. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Never? The only time. Never once? The only time I ever did, when I was 18,
2: I used to dye my hair black (laughs) so I could look like Bono or something. Yeah.
0: I'm talking about just for the be- the taking the gray out of the beard. <laughs> Not yet. No, <laughs> maybe. After it looks this good podcast. though. I wouldn't do it, but I, I, the mustache
1: if- is new, isn't it?
0: It's the COVID stash, man. Wow. Yeah. I'm letting, I'm letting the gray come in though, but I, I did take it out a couple of times because I didn't like the way my gray only comes in here. We mm-hmm. used to only come in here, and so it always just looked like I had a goatee. So you went for the just for men dip your comb in it a little well, bit. oh maybe that's cool, but not anymore. Those, right. That was in the past. <laughs> I won't. I won't ever admit it. Can't care pub- about that kind public. of stuff anymore in this world we're living in. Nah, you can't care. It's time to raise your raise your freak flag, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of this world we're living in right now? Did you manifest this, or is it my fault? Pff, man. I hope it's not my fault, but some days I wake up and just go, "What the hell it's is going on?" Yeah, what are you concerned? Yeah, you must be, huh? With your yeah. family and everything. You For sure, two, two little girls, right? I have two little girls, eight and six, uh-huh. and
1: cutest girls ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, your documentary is really cute.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Thank I you. I mean that
0: part. Yeah, the the family with the part. fam. Yeah, it's a there's some cute scenes with the girls in there. Yeah, the other part hits a little too close to home. I was like wa- I was watching it and uh, and right away you're walking into the backstage and you're like, "Oh yeah, they changed the backstage." I'm like, "Is that fucking Club Cafe in Pittsburgh?" And, <laughs> and sure, sure enough, enough it, it was. was. <laughs> then one after the other I knew every venue. I'm yeah. like, "Oh man." Yeah, that's funny.
2: I mean, we were hoping that that would be the case that there would it would resonate with folks that that do the same thing. Yeah. But um it was not an easy way to tell the story because we took the angle of like hey let's just be totally honest about how difficult this can be at times and we didn't try to make me look any better better or worse than i was and it's hard to just be completely open than that way and exposed right
0: yeah i I know it seems like yeah, like when you've gone on the road as like uh, on the road and the, as a singer songwriter, and then especially when it's like a struggle or whatever, or there's like maybe not as many people as you want mm-hmm. and all that. It's yeah, like, that it is tempting to tell that tale. Sure. For some reason, there's a romance in it, I guess. I guess. But uh, do you ever worry that you're going to manifest that reality over and over again by reasserting it? Like, yes. Did you think absolutely? Of that? absolutely yeah and in fact i think
2: even my i don't know if it was my mother-in-law or she said something about like
0: you're gonna keep manifesting that
2: just like when you're going when i was showing the tire shop where my dad was from and just kind of making it look like hey here's here's the downtrodden
0: part of my upbringing or what it's like in my hometown Mm. where it's hard well that didn't seem downtrodden to me because your dad owns a business yeah yeah that's that's pretty like you know yeah that's success
2: i th- I thought that too but i think it was more the just to affirm the idea that you're talking about like if you would sort of project more success but that's just not the story we were telling like we weren't right. we weren't trying to say let's focus on every awesome thing griffin's ever done and only tell that part right and there- thereby manifest more it's like no we're, we were just basically telling what how psychologically difficult it'd been to
0: yeah well, you. C- I feel like you even it out anyway by like calling it Rising Star because <laughs> that's manifesting that. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, that's a kind of an interesting twist on it.
1: And that's the right. name of the documentary on Amazon Prime for free, and your latest the album. name of the
0: album too. And then when I was looking at the credits, I scrolled down and it said, "This whole thing was shot on an iPhone." Uh huh. That's true. Yeah, it looked pretty good. I know. I didn't. I was surprised.
2: Yeah, we we uh I was super surprised that it could turn out that well, but you know, Shane knows what he's doing and he had a gimbal and stuff and he had some apps to make it look right. like film, but yeah, it was all done. Just with, one camera or yeah. one phone. Yeah, and it was all done that that microphone was the mic that was used. Like we didn't have an audio engineer or anything. The so. microphone was
0: the mic used on the iPhone. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah for the whole movie did that but
1: bug listen, you we shot a music video on the iphone for yeah but America. audio wise well no for, it was done you know i was i, I saw notice. him at city vineyard when What'd they what would you think of the documentary I, it was beautifully done your music on it is just so powerful and connects and thank the, you the imagery you running in dc that part was, <laughs> that was, that was, was very technical. powerful but what i could oh, that's why you with, knew i ran just yeah. just from touring with Joe as his tour manager and you know sometimes there's moments as my
0: tour manager <laughs>
1: I, like, I, I tour managed you for a couple stretch, of years, bro. Anyway, as my bro as hanging my bro out with hanging me on out the with me. road. <laughs> well, two, 2010, 2010, I was uh, actually a tour manager. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> I always try to talk him into coming on yeah, the road.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, but Joe jo- sometimes tells me like there's soul sucking <laughs> moments sometimes on the road. And when you were standing in that room, in was it club cafe or wherever and you're looking out and you had that expression for a second where you sort of like let your guard down yeah and it was like pure honesty what you were feeling and like that was just everything to me
0: yeah well it's just like yeah you go to a town and it's like oh there's not as many people there this this next time and it feels like what am i doing i'm spinning my wheels it was a bummer because i hadn't played that room probably in
2: years and then i went back there like a year before maybe six months or two year before we shot the documentary yeah, and it, was, and it packed. was packed right and then we go back and of course we don't tell that part of the story we tell the hard part of the story yeah and then i start to ask myself the question like in the middle of the movie like man am i just like manifesting more of this crap because That's we're so just funny. and it, it started to bug me like hey this might not even be true like I might actually be projecting something that's not even that's false because we're not talking about how this show was sold out last time and that's stupid
0: exactly like you lean into the story like yeah you know like uh yeah it's funny and I don't like that we I I don't like
2: the album the, or the the title of the movie rising either star? rising star no because it was based off a song that I wrote with my friend Tider, that was like just a joke about like a guy. It was the first song in the movie or the, on the album. And it's Shout like, Shout out, it's, a, it's just a joke that's like, oh, there's this guy and he's a rising star in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: And then somehow it became. Yeah, but see, now you're manifesting no success again, dude. <laughs> yeah, by like I like calling it a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, this But the, your subconscious does it. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just kind of joking with you. But like, have you ever heard of Abraham Hicks?
2: Yeah, my wife listens to them all the time. Yeah, it's a, her. it's
0: it's a it's a group of people group actually. Group of people, yeah. yeah. A group of spirits that uh yeah, that come through Esther, I guess what is her name. Yeah, but, it's yeah. funny
2: that you mention that because my wife listens to she's really in touch with all the coolest stuff and she's always listening to it and then she sends it to me Yeah, and I end up not listening to anything because i just feel like she's trying to send me like self-improvement tapes and stuff and i'm yeah. like stop sending me this stuff
0: you don't like that stuff i
2: should probably listen to i think it's because it's coming from her and i feel like she's trying to like file down
0: my edges you know you feel oh uh, really yeah <laughs> well i yeah i don't know i don't know like uh i i love all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a sucker for it i love abraham hicks and all that stuff and you know you changed my mind then maybe i just gotta
2: yeah. go i gotta open up to it a little bit more
0: well, it's good on a run too. Throw one of those on, and then go run, and right. like you sort of breathe into that, like mm-hmm. into that positive information. What would your wife think of the documentary? Did she catch the Abraham Hicks? Like, wait, you're manifesting?
2: She thought it was beautiful, and I don't think she, th- I don't think she thought I was manifesting anything um, negative, negative whatsoever. I think right. she was saying it took courage to be that honest about. How you struggle with some of this stuff, and it also yeah. had it had beautiful moments of ups in it as well. And, yeah. and by the end of this story, like you get to a place where you really realize that it's it's about something else other than what yeah. you maybe you initially started out of. So
0: right, yeah, no, uh, that's true. I didn't mean to come off like oh, it's like no. a downer because no, no, it no. isn't. It's really cool.
2: Yeah, I didn't take it that way. Yeah, I and know what you. I knew exactly what you meant. And yeah, I think you got that by understanding that about my personality probably you
0: and you manifested a beautiful family Mm -hmm. talk about manifesting that's like the most important thing yeah you know
2: yeah most of that credit will go to my wife but um well you said something earlier too like when we walked in you before we started you said oh we have some stuff in common lots and then i went well maybe maybe you saw that or understood that were concerned I was manifesting native things because you probably thought about some of that stuff yourself. So, a hundred percent, dude.
0: No, like, and you said something in the documentary, too, where you were like. I wish I would have just been more cool with where I was at. You said it differently than that, Uh but like in the time. yeah. And I've thought that a lot because you go through those things where you're like, and yeah, like people are like, oh, you should be so much bigger than you are. Why aren't you? And a lot of times people mean well when they do that. Some people I'm sure are kind of like turning the screw a little bit, but like most people probably mean well. Mm -hmm. But it does like, it does kind of like put you in that place of like, yeah, you said it a, a couple things in that thing, like where you like, you know, why isn't this happening? And you like kind of like obsess on the negative, or you think it's supposed to be a certain kind of way, or right? You, you compare your insides with other people's outsides, and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's so a big one. I relate to that. Yeah, but lately I'm more grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the last like, last bit of stuff I've been doing. I don't indulge in that as mm-hmm. much. That's and,
2: much healthier way to be.
0: Yeah, because I also came close to losing even that. Mm-hmm. You know, even, yeah, even that level. Yeah. It was like I saw it go away, yeah
2: you f- you feel that every time you show up at a venue like the one at the opening part of the film where you're like, Oh my God, is are they just gonna all be like this from now on?
0: But even that is a form of success
2: <laughs> that's true
0: it, it very yeah. much so, yeah, is. that's true. It's all relative, it's all relative because yeah. like some people can't get it together to like tie their shoes in the morning mm-hmm. so to some people, just tying their shoes in the morning is a success, right. That's, that's true <laughs> you know what I mean. getting your like, grass cut without so like, throwing the lawnmower over the fence you know manifesting gigs and mm-hmm. going and playing and 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 uh performing and you know i'm sure there are some people there that really loved it so what's strange about the manifesting thing is that it seems to be a
2: common theme in the direction that you're talking about and yet when i started as a young kid and like i moved to nashville mm-hmm. i had such a such a positive mentality of just like, I think I manifested it all because I wasn't even a good, I wasn't even good. I couldn't even play my guitar or do anything. I was just starting out and, but I just had such a, like positive vision that I think doors just kind of open cause I believed it, you know? Yeah.
0: So weird. I think of that too, because mine is my story too is so wild. I mean, Peter Gabriel called me out of the blue kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like that's like weird. Yeah. That's just. You
1: were at a shop working and he was at a shop working when well, you both got the calls.
0: Really? Oh, you got a call too?
2: Well, I got one from a record label. Phil and, Collins and called I, you.
1: <laughs> Phil, yeah,
2: when <laughs> when Phil called me, it was felt really the same. <laughs> but I instantly relate to that because I had so many things like that where you just went, "What? Like mm-hmm. this is this is just dumb." Like, yeah, my friends would never believe this happened two years after. You know, it's just it was weird to be young and have that those kind yeah. of things.
0: Now I want to manifest the ultimate bug-out crib. I want to <laughs> manifest a cabin in the woods away from everybody and, like, a stockpile of guns and food. <laughs> like, that's the world we currently live in. Like, we're, like, sitting there talking about, like, old school. Like, remember, like, we wanted to be Wilco, you know? Like know. Now it's like, I actually just want to be the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> minus the terrorism. Now your
2: biggest problem is, like, I mean?
3: <laughs> like, do I get a gun? Do I not get a gun? Uh, Can dude, I use the gun if I I get Bro, it. Probably not.
0: I don't think that's a question anymore. I think like you know, I don't think that's a question anymore. I think like it's like you know, if I you know, you can't have one here, but mm-hmm. as soon as I'm in a cabin in the woods, I'm getting a gun. It feel I mean, not to be violent towards anybody, but you got to protect the homestead. You feel like that, <laughs> like- and then and then you go. If it
2: gets to that point where like I have to literally think about. <clears throat> discharging an ar-15 in my front yard it's kind of like i'm not even sure it could just be
0: like you know it doesn't have to be an (laughs) ar you went from zero to (laughs) 60 real quick bro there's many (laughs) levels before (laughs) ar-15 no i had a conversation with a friend right when this whole thing started he go and he said the same thing like hey man i wouldn't want to kill anybody for stuff i would just give them my stuff yeah you know But and that's understandable. Mm -hmm. But like I think uh, you know, there's they're talking about food shortages happening and famine and water and this that and the. I mean, I feel like the world we're about to live in is is dramatically different than the one where we've been sort of privileged to exist in.
2: Yeah, it could be. I mean, we certainly didn't see some of the stuff coming that has happened in the last four months. Absolutely not.
0: That's been wild. And the predictions you know are are that it's going to get wackier
2: I'm sure it will
0: yeah, well, it makes sense i mean they're they're not talking about you know they're talking more towards shutting things down mm-hmm. the economy is is devastated and getting worse, and you know. Yeah, I guess they're gonna start cutting off the checks, and people are gonna start getting evicted. It's like one plus one equals two. What do you, What do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> I then? still haven't got my stimulus check. They keep saying it's in the mail, but I haven't got it yet. So you, but you moved to uh, f- to Connecticut. Was it in response to all this?
2: No, we were we were heading that direction already, and we had done about eight months of planning, and we did it to be near my wife's family. And um, it was a, a property that was in the family for a while. So we, we kind of knew where we were headed. It was kind of like going to a place we'd been before, basically spent holidays and summers up there and stuff. So, and I I needed to get out of Nashville because I've I'd, I'd been there for 15, 16 years and-
0: It got old or something? Or?
2: Yeah, it just got, I think I, I kept touring and getting more and more distant from the community there. So I'd come back and kind of have nothing to do and no no real relationships business-wise or music creatively going on and it would just feel like man I could live anywhere like I could live in a Mm -hmm. cabin in the woods why don't I and then we had an opportunity to do it so we did it
0: well your timing is out of this world on that yeah I I mean dude if there was ever a time to live in a cabin in the woods (laughs) it is it is now it is, now. It is right now <laughs> But how, how are you doing here like during We're thinking about living in a cabin in the woods dude. right honestly and I, and like i've always th- sort of thought oh thoreau is sure i'll go upstate or this mm-hmm. uh, you know in the future i'm having fun in the city right now i mean in, i mean that sounds weird to say but mm-hmm. i have an art show in the west village mm-hmm. you know shout out michelle mack gallery in the you know west <laughs> village you know i I got this going on with with Hooter over here, you know, and Hooter. I haven't mean, heard that Hooter, before. Hooter, there it is. You know, no. I don't know hey, about Hoot. that. Hooter, <laughs> it's called Hooter. Nice. That's Not perfect. to mention
1: his move to Connecticut facilitated him coming here, which is the most important. Well, thing. that's the whole thing. That's is true. that
2: this is? I was walking in like this is why I'm here because I don't get to do stuff like this. Like I wouldn't do this if in I was living in Nashville. Right. I
0: can just come down here and hang out. It's well, great. that's cool. Yeah, the proximity to New York. I, I would like to have that. Uh, close proximity to new york city yeah i mean i like the idea of upstate or uh you know the Hamptons. i just went to the hamptons and oh, yeah. did some work with ge smith yeah oh cool yeah and uh i fell in love with that place up there i bet that's really nice but i've never been there super super lush yeah you know but yeah i so i'm i'm enjoying the city but feeling that the sort of uh danger is rising and projecting onto where it possibly can go I'm kind of like thinking it seems like maybe it's safe to move out yeah a lot of people are leaving Mm -hmm. and I feel that you know can I can I jump can
2: we jump back to what we were talking about about how I want to hear the story about Peter Gabriel calling you and and you you mentioned that after I said that you mentioned we had some stuff in common or something like like that before the podcast started so I want to (coughs) hear Your
0: thoughts on that? What well, we haven't. Well, we're both from Ohio. I'm right. Fr- I'm from Akron. Right. Okay. You're from what? Spring- Springfield. Springfield. And you know where that is? Are those we're, close? Y-
2: well, there's one near Akron, but there's a, yeah. that's a really tiny one. The one I'm from is is the big Springfield in between um Dayton and Columbus. It's like oh, okay. eighty thousand people. Oh, okay. Right off I-70.
0: Right. So Akron's pretty close to there. Yeah. It's like two and a half, three hours probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I
2: forgot that. I forgot you were from Akron.
0: Well, yeah, from Ohio. Yep. born and raised, as your T-shirt likes to <laughs> constantly brag. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> baby. Yeah, that's you right. do wear those Ohio T-shirts a lot. The black one, right? What Where's is that? up with Ohio pride? I have it too. But why? Why are we so proud?
2: I don't. I think it happens from any place that you feel like people look look down their noses at a little bit and don't really oh, understand what it's about. That's true. I mean. I think I don't know. It's sort of like people yeah. are proud of being from Ireland or something because they got had a hard time with England for a long time. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I get you. <laughs> yeah, and it, well, I thought here's something that's kind of funny is like in your documentary you're like going like oh yeah, like John Legend's always the guy that made <laughs> it bigger, but now I bet you wouldn't trade places with John Legend for all the money in the world. I didn't know him in school but i are you guys the same
2: age i think he's a year or two older than me and i if i'm my memory serves me correctly he graduated early like he was a year ahead in school mm-hmm. but i saw he would sing at the national uh, anthem at the basketball games and stuff and then he was He had a singing part in Fiddler on the Roof, and seeing those, we had a great theater department in our high school, and seeing those was like one of the things that inspired me to- Fiddler on the Roof. (laughs) Talk about manifestation. Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) I'm (laughs) just
0: saying, we talked about manifestation. You can't be
2: fiddling on that roof there, boy. Dude. Last night John my wife, legend
0: get off the roof and stop fiddling last,
2: last night
0: my, <laughs> you're gonna wind up on a you're list. gonna get me in trouble you're gonna be like is that Griffin talking no I have said nothing about John Legend this is all Joseph you know who I have a I have a similar <laughs> version of that mine is the Black Keys right same high school sure
1: Chrissy Hind
0: Chrissy Hind as well so okay. I got a you know double duty right there
2: well at least in in that sense you're part of a, a collective of, of talented folks that are coming out of the same spot that are drinking the water that's sparking all this creative yeah. rock and roll that where I'm from, it's sort of like there's, <laughs> there's two guys. There's John you Legend. You and John Legend. There. And there's me. And yeah. it's just, to me, it's hilarious when it's like you they put it on. My parents will send me pictures and from the hotel downtown. It would be like a one of those wrappings that they do on elevators. And it's like me and John Legend is like, why do you guys
3: even bother to come
2: Don't even bother to go there because...
0: I I went to my radio station in Akron. Um, Wait, edit point... Look up the radio station in <laughs> Akron. I have to say the name.
1: <laughs> I remember we went, w- to your, we went to your high school in Akron and you showed me all the names oh, on the wall. I'm not on the wall of fame. And saying. he was like, I'm not up there. But I was I just. Station. I was. Oh, uh, yeah. What's the Akron, Akron station? Akron radio Nine, station. 97.5. W- Hold on. No. Akron radio station. 90 point something. Dun, dun, dun. W- There's so you many. find it. Uh, 44 radio stations with mm. 98.1 KDD.
0: No, it's 90. It's like down at like 88. It'll oh, be, there's a bunch
1: of 88.1 I'll FM, WZIP, I'm WH, WN, WB, WC. Where would you uh, <laughs> go see shows when you lived in? Hold on, we're not changing the subject. We're getting. <laughs> well, I'm giving that. you time to Google.
0: Uh, hold on, Akron Radio. Hold on. <laughs> no. Hold on. Don't go down a different avenue. Ak- Akron radio station. Okay, here we and go. And cut. Oh, here we go. Summit ninety one point three. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I Summit. went WAPS. WAPS. Yeah, so I went and just played in their sure. station WAPS in Akron. The shout summit, out. That's great. shout out, yeah,
2: they're great. man. But I love them. Definitely but anyway,
0: done some st- in in studios at the summit. Yeah, and uh, and they had like musicians from Akron, on, like and they painted. didn't include you. And they had Michael <laughs> Stanley, they, and I was like, and so the whole session, I'm just going like, where am I? I just like it was over and over again. So then I get like you know a, m- a month after that or so they send me pictures they like they painted me on the wall nice. so they did. Just, yeah now I'm on there you have to speak up it's like dude sometimes it's the squeaky wheel well that's what I'm
2: saying I was yeah. gonna tell you the same story of Not the easy. guy in I don't know if you're on this wall but you know <laughs> you know the blueberry hill room at the duck room in
0: St Louis I don't even think I've ever played you never there, played bro. there I don't think so really. No, I don't think Where'd I've you ever played in St. Louis. Then. I don't think I've ever played in St. Louis. Really? I, I can't hmm. remember.
2: Well, anyway, there's a, a huge wall of everybody that's played. This guy's place, this guy, Joe Edwards, he has, owns Blueberry Hill and uh-huh. and the pageant and a bunch of other places. And, and it's like the whole strip of University City. And uh, I was in there and seeing a bunch of my friends on the wall, pictures that have been taken with this guy. And I'm like, man, I've played here like 15 times. He doesn't have a picture of me on the wall. And lo and behold, I've never seen this guy before. He walks in the room, and he's standing right there. And I was just kind of like,
3: "Hey, Joe,
2: I'm playing the room down downstairs." He's like,
3: "Oh, hey, Griffin, how's it going?" I'm like, we, "You know, I have my picture up here." He's like, "I'm going to get my camera right now." <laughs> so he runs and gets his <laughs> make
1: camera. Make it happen. I still
2: don't know if it's up there, but we took the picture. So, Joe, if you hear this, I hope that put you put the picture up. You make me feel better.
0: So. Akron. Okay, no, we're going. We're going to Peter Gabriel. He wanted. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, what was that like? What? Why did that happen? What happened? Oh, uh, because I was in Atlanta. I started making like, uh, um, demos. Yeah. I, um <laughs> I was in like loud, scream, funky, weird bands, and oh, and then I started like doing singer songwriter stuff. And the first demo I made, I w- I was already in AA. Okay. And I was, like, 20. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But actually, then it was, like, a little bit older. And then um, I gave it to somebody in there, and then he gave it to a guy at a record company, and then that guy sent it to somebody in New York, and that guy gave it to Peter Gabriel, and then he called me. It was, like, random like that. Yeah. But you know what's interesting is it's like that, you know those times when you... come back into the flow of like making music and you're really into it again Mm -hmm. and it's magical again and it like and you just can't wait to get back to it right i just dip back into that space that's so great isn't that the best i I had it right when covid started and then when we moved to the cabin i like lost it you lost it. i lost it but during the move and it's weird tell me this when you're in that doesn't it seem like you can always access it and then when you lose it, you're like, wait, what the fuck? I hadn't been in it for so long, man. Like, mm-hmm. I had been
2: so frustrated with, like, and I kept making records, but it mm-hmm. just took me, it took me two or three years to get 12 songs, and I'd make an album every two or three years. But um, <clears throat> then when COVID happened and I'm like, well, I can't tour anymore, somehow just creatively it helped me relax mm-hmm. and settle in. Mm-hmm. I had a couple projects that people asked me to do, and I was like writing all the time and felt felt great. But,
0: yeah i love that space it's so empowering so what happened so what did you end up making a record like for a covid record or anything like that or no
2: i I was doing a bunch of stage it shows which i'm still doing and i i filled the time by just rehearsing for those every friday night and playing some new songs i was writing and uh and now i'm i have a batch of songs to record for sure like a bunch of brand new ones that i'm excited about but um, yeah
1: can you record them at home, or you gotta go to a studio?
3: Man, I,
2: I want to do it at home, but it's hard to get myself to make the commitment of like, okay, how am I, am I going to do this all acoustic? Am I going to play to a loop? Am I going to play? You know, hand this to a drummer? Am I going to do it to a click? I can't. I and so I start to think like maybe I just need to go into the studio to force myself to do it. But then every time I make a studio album with a band, and then I go back out on the road and play acoustically by myself i'm like why am i making studio albums with a band when i'm just playing this song's acoustic by myself it
0: just doesn't make sense i had the same i have the same exact thing going on with like a bunch of new songs the covid era Mm -hmm. and my whole thing this time was like i'm finally gonna do it just one voice one guitar no overdubs i'm gonna make this work Mm -hmm. and so it was really a great way to go because like I just rehearsed all these songs. I was doing a bunch of live streams, whatever, just on Instagram. I didn't do stage it or anything. But Mm -hmm. then um, I got these songs, like, really dialed in. My little little fan base knew knew them and liked them and was responding to them. And I recorded solo acoustic versions and then uh, started just playing with G.E. Smith and then he uh, he started overdubbing on a couple of them yeah and i was like fuck it was like so <laughs> yeah. much better yeah and i was like thinking like <laughs> oh maybe my ego is all like maybe like this whole like cuz solo acoustic it feels like oh this pure thing like mm-hmm. this, you know but sometimes that could be ego in disguise it can for sure you know and and uh so then that's what got me into the zone is like like having these this group of songs that is really kind of well developed mm-hmm. because they're they are strong songs because they do ha- they do work right solo acoustic. I don't think they're necessarily going to be their best versions that mm-hmm. way. Maybe maybe yeah. a couple of them could be, but like then going and doing the overdubs and starting to produce them out and putting beats on them and stuff like it's so fun. It's yeah. like playful. It is, and it doesn't feel labored or tortured or anything. That's like great. That. Yeah. Did you so, did
2: you record them all to, did you do them to a click or no. nothing? So that's cool. No, but
0: I play drums. Okay. So for me to play, I, my, my rhythm is pretty good. So it's like, I, I just, I've been playing drums over top of them and, and oh, it's cool. it's cool. Yeah. But like, you know, and GE is like playing some stuff on them and going like, oh, well, we'll we know when we go in the studio and do them for real, we're just getting the ideas down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, don't you ever feel like we're secretly making the record though while we're just getting the ideas down? Mm-hmm. You know. That's that's cool.
2: I want to hear it now. I got me yeah. interested.
0: Well, what happened in, when you went to Connecticut to where you're saying you kind of lost that what what's what's up with that?
2: I don't know. I think I was just in such a I was in the hunkered down vibe where it was just me. My friend asked me to do this side project from Nike and he had me cover um a Here comes the sun and it was for George a, Harris yeah it was for a covid ad in china and i really <laughs> that, thought i was like so positive i was going to get it because i i had played it on this guitar here and i learned all the parts and i surprised myself that like i could i don't play that much guitar other than just accompanying myself so i learned all this stuff it was not easy but um, learned the whole thing did it in my garage and it just felt really em- empowering you know and it sounded good and i sent it in and i just missed getting it but the whole process was just really fun to learn a song like that and then it just kept inspiring me to write more stuff and it put me in a in a recording and a writing frame of mind and then there was nothing else going on so it just felt like the weather was springtime was coming we were in like spring was in the air in nashville and i knew i wasn't going to be touring anytime soon so and then you know moving is crazy man like we had to we had a moving company come and we had had a big pack up the house and then just come up here so it just kind of I got out of the groove, and then when we got here, um, I've just been unpacking, and my creative energy has been going towards things like I'm going to hang some lights here and then install these lights and learn how to do electrical and do all this other stuff. So it's just how long have you been there? Been there since uh, I think we moved in
0: May 26th. So, so how so how long is that i can't
1: i can't two, fast. two and a half months <laughs> two, 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 and a oh, half no, two and a little yeah. <laughs> two and yeah, a bit is there going to be a room for you like to have your own studio is it a full house the
2: nice thing you guys have you have to come up and see this place because um the house itself is is super cool it's really old um built in 1930 or something and then out back there's a little one room cabin with a little stove and you can go out there and work and do a whole record out there if you wanted and be private so
0: it's kind of nice i could definitely turn that into a space i just haven't really done it yet so is your wife is she like super into the masks and everything like that or is she like more of like a patriot like anti-masker no she's
2: um generally when we're kind of in the same spot and which is funny because we find a way to have conflict and conversation even though we both basically vote agree. exactly the same way and agree on almost everything, but we find a way to get a thing. So we, uh, but I would say she may be a little more in our conversations, like lean a little more left than I do. And yet my, definitely my behavior has been more, um, taking more precautions around just being super safe with stuff. Like yeah. I'm always keeping my distance and keeping the masks on and, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's a complicated, once we started politicizing everything, which, right. you know, which that, is silly. W- once you do that, it's like, hey, it, this is supposed to be about health and people's health, and yeah, let's and make it's a sure, political yeah, thing. When it, once it turns political, then people are just doing things to prove a point, and that's and that's not good, so, I don't know, it's a weird world
0: yeah. right now. What, what about, like, uh, what about with the kids?
1: Yeah, and her older parents, too. like connection the kids and the
0: well yeah like i'm just saying like what what about like raising girls like what do you think of the psychol psychological effect of like have you seen like a psycho a, a psychological like damage from all this stuff on your kids or what do you think about all that i think it's way too early to tell
2: what kind of damage we're doing in our response to all this stuff it's just sort of like saying we don't know the long term effects of cell phones yet you know we're right in the yeah. middle i mean we're right at the beginning of all oh, this oh so stuff. you're one of those 5g conspiracy
0: theory- no i'm just not kidding. necessarily but <laughs> no but but i i i think i'm picking up what you're putting down and i think that the reaction to all this is going to be um more damaging. So I think you do have to start weighing like, what are we protecting ourselves from versus what are we burning down? Yeah. Like all live music. Exactly. Like, like how many livelihoods, then what the, the suicidal results, just the mental health alone, the mental health. And then also there's no end point to it. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem like there's an end point to any of this. So it's like, where are we just burning all of life down to potentially protect us from something that has a very sort of low death rate not not you know obviously it's terrible if anybody dies from this and everything like that but you Mm -hmm. know at the same time you got to also weigh the sacrifice for like you know the response absolutely
2: and I think it's been frustrating to me uh the biggest thing that's been frustrating is that I feel like my job is to go out and use words to inspire people and bring people together and in this moment in time i've felt so utterly silenced in every way because i'm sensitive to everybody's opinion and i think everybody deserves to have one and deserves to be heard and i know that if i say something anything if i say anything it's going to cause like some some sort of blowback on social yeah. media that I don't want and my only my only goal would be to open up a discussion but because right. that's the avenue that we have to discuss people behave really poorly on there they behave like they behave once they get behind a wheel and there's glass and metal behind yeah. you know and they're like well i'm just going to treat this person like a like he's not a human being mm-hmm. and i've been like starving for just having a, a conversation and like i've yeah. even thought about going back to my school and Ohio where I grew up and inviting everybody that's in school there to have like an open forum just every people from every walk of life to just how do you how are you feeling about that? like let's talk about this because I think people are just not able to talk about it it's like and if you don't have one specific viewpoint on this you're wrong and bad and there's no discussion to be had I could
0: and, not agree with you more like and that scares me so much I have been Putting myself out there in that Good. way, I, I I have actually done that. I mean, I'm doing it right now. You are doing it right now, which and, I appreciate. And yeah. I'm doing it right now because of what you're saying. I, I I think it's a it's valid to have discussions about this, and and that you shouldn't be that you should be able to say something logical mm-hmm. or rational without it creating hysteria. Yeah, and this is a safer like, place to do it
2: because somebody's less likely to go. Hey, I'm gonna track. I heard what you said on that podcast. And I'm gonna right. come track you down and criticize you when you when you make a post about something. It's so much more
0: immediate, and it's taken the wrong yeah. way. I have made posts about it though, mm-hmm. as and how'd well. that go? Uh, I mean, it's weird because I'll make a post like I made a post like just like um, maskers versus unmasked or mm-hmm. versus the non-maskers. Like here's the different, you know, maskers basically. Be- I guess, like, believe Mm -hmm. the government is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, they they feel, you know what I mean? Like, versus, like, I, I, like, basically, I was, I made a post basically saying, like, these two factions should not hate each other. Yeah. They're just seeing, they're just, they just both, they both have a valid take. Mm -hmm. They both do. Sure. Non maskers are not, like, just, I don't care about humanity. I right. don't care. Non-maskers think your civil liberties are being betrayed, yeah, and so they are acting that way exactly because they are trying to protect your civil liberties and because they see that that as a bigger danger than of a, a virus that has a ninety-nine percent survival rate. Mm-hmm. Whereas maskers see it as like no this is very dangerous this is potentially really dangerous to healthcare workers i get their point of view too that's Mm -hmm. why i have a mask and when i'm walking down the street you know as soon as i see people coming with masks i put my fucking mask on me too i'm not like anti-masker but at the same time too i do think it's kind of you know i don't i don't really personally believe that I don't really personally believe in its effectiveness or anything mm-hmm. like that or the danger of non-maskers. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I yeah. see pe- I see like, you know, maskers sometimes reacting to non-maskers like they're seeing <clears throat> a rat and running away from them. I think that's kind of ridiculous, but but if that's your point of view and you think that fair enough. Mm-hmm. Like that shouldn't make us hate each other no. that we come arrive at different conclusions about it. Like right. Because both are valid. And and, and and for non-maskers to not trust the government, frankly that just makes sense considering the government's history of like lying weapons of mass destruction would be a for instance yeah or,
2: or, <laughs> you know or even I mean? or like, even deeming it acceptable to tell us that in the beginning
0: masks did not work at all well, right and, and the, the, to total the total mask, flip-flop of it or to like, see fauci without it and then also silencing all the doctors that say hey a mask is basically like trying to keep mosquitoes out with a chain link fence it's like it's right. not effective to viruses and you're you know there's you know, or like restaurants where you like walk to your table with a mask on, then you can take your mask off while you're sitting. It's like, come on, dude! Yeah. Like that's not that's not science. So let's not pretend that is science, and that this other thing isn't science. Neither one is science. Well, the la- the latest like, you one, you know is, what I mean? Like
2: the common sense factor just seems to be missing from right. every uh, the entire world right now. Right? Yeah. Like just that's I think if yeah. we could have a common sense party or a common sense. organization or a common sense something just uh, it's
0: funny i have this joke song called common sense i think i need to break it out you need to break that out let's hear it but like (laughs) i want to hear it right after this but like uh, there's a lot more to it than that there's a lot more going on there's a lot more we're sacrificing you know what i mean we're Mm -hmm. sacrificing live music for instance and there's a lot of people that need that that like at a certain point life becomes so brutal that there there will be like a lot of like suicides and stuff yeah. like that and there already are you know sure. so it's it'd be good if we could
2: consider those things and talk about them more often for sure i mean it feels good to me to even hear somebody talk about it it's nice right well yeah because for so long i mean i've just been sitting kind of in the wings going well there goes another free speech gone today well not able to talk about that one either
0: but but we decide that mm-hmm. we decide that you have to be able to stand up to social shame you do and that's why i kind of make myself do oh and you were asking what was the fallout the interesting thing was mm-hmm. i made this post about like the uh, the difference between mass and not take not taking a side although you mm-hmm. can kind of tell what side i'm on a little bit but mm-hmm. like still just trying to eat and then the responses I would get would be like, oh, you really put your foot in it this time. Like, mm-hmm. it was friendly fire. It wasn't right. like, fuck you, man. You fucking suck. Right. Unsubscribe. but it was. But, but, and I'm sure a lot of people have unsubscribed or whatever, but like... But mostly it's just like, oh, You really put your foot in it, and I'm like, and then I would just respond like, put my foot in it by like displaying two sides of an argument. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> ask yourself why that is me putting my foot in it in the United States of America. Sure. You know, and like I, I was like disturbed right when Alex Jones got canceled. He was the first YouTuber to get silenced, and it to me it was just like. Right away, I made a post that said, what happened to, I don't have to agree with, agree with what you say, but I will defend your right to the death to say it. Like, mm-hmm. that's the country I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we should all be so terrified to speak our minds from this supposed, like, you know.
2: Yeah, for sure. You you, you have to be able to say those things. And it, my my way of being in the world and the position that I've always taken on it in terms of songwriting playing shows and being a person making posts is that I ultimately want to find a way to bring people together like to me that's the solution for this it's not like let me say something that I think is true and 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 just like uphold that stance and then alienate these people it's like I want people to be in the same room from different opinions I want them to be able to have a night together of music and maybe disagree on some things maybe we don't is it so I don't want to create that environment online for myself Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's frustrating to not have let me put it this way if I open that door it's like all I'll be doing is is engaging people all day long because I actually care about it that much so I have to make a choice of like am I gonna take care of my family and my home today and be creative and write some songs and live my life or am i gonna go get involved in that arena and it's like you
0: could split the difference <laughs> you you can throw the grenade in the room and then not look <laughs> right. that's what my you friend can, and i right. talk like yeah uh shout out grandma that's our fr- like what my friend says about like making a post on instagram and then not looking at it you throw yeah. the grenade in the room and then run away i mean I, I, <laughs> honestly i did i waited i
2: didn't Post certain things that you were supposed to post when you were supposed to, because I don't like people telling me what to
0: do. Um, I, 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 exactly the same, and but exactly I, the same, and I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. That, that, <laughs> that, By the way, too, I have a whole theory about that, too. Well, I'm, I'm sure I probably have a good idea what it is. <laughs> well, like, well, well, I mean, okay, I do, we went. Through, I get it. We went through a collective trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is, epic. Yeah. Epic collective trauma. Everybody did. White, black, yep. woman, man, child, every all of us went through a huge trauma. And then suddenly you were a certain section of society was told, actually don't express yourself and shut the fuck up for a little while. Mhm right when we need to all express ourselves on a certain kind of huge public trauma. Now, I know there's other traumas that It wasn't happen. even shut up, though. It, it,
2: was, it was shut shut up, don't say anything, and silence is violence is, is at the same time. I'm i like, know. which one like, do you want me to do? It was do? super confusing. And so I just, yeah. like, I hit pause for a second right. and took a step back. Like, maybe did, it's okay I, if I just be quiet now.
0: But I did too.
2: And then I ended up saying something, but oh, it was in say? my own way. I, I played a cover sitting in the woods of... This land is your land, and I was like, "This is not a political song." Like you can put it that way. I'm singing it as a song about loving just your neighbor and that. loving the land that you that you're living and learning how to all be here together and appreciate this. And it, to me, it was it's always about trying to bring people together rather than playing into this stuff, this monkey business of like, "Hey, you you have to post you have to post
0: this, or you're you're just we know who you are." It's right? Like, are you kidding me? It's crazy. It's crazy, yeah, and yeah. And why, why were well, you when, well, at me, well, I, well, I, well, because I'm a fan of this oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. I like
1: this I guy. I told you he's a good no, guy. Like, <laughs> like, uh, he's giving me a look. I wasn't sure. It was a look
0: of like this guy's cool. That yeah. was that look. Like. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like it, it is dangerous areas to talk on, but like. In terms of, like, and maybe we'll edit this part out. No, I don't we're know. even but, but, stepping but, but on like,
1: eggshells now trying to talk I about I know, trying it. to talk
0: about But even, like, when you when you go with, like, say, okay, Black Lives Matter. Okay, right. And if Black Lives Matter was just about racial equality, I would hashtag Black Lives Matter on a lot all of All day long. All day long. But it's about a lot more so than that. More. So much more. And we all know that. Mm-hmm. But we're not even really allowed to say that. Mm-hmm ish and then also it's like okay so it's a bit manipulative to like say that that's what it's about but then it's also about all these other things like sneaking up behind and it's like wait a minute i'm definitely all about racial equality and equality for all 100 percent, and adjustments definitely need to be made police Policing needs to be reformed. I'm not for defunding. I'm for probably more funding and more like training and make it a higher paying job to where people have to like have psychological evaluations and be like, yeah you know, like to me, like common sense stuff. I think it summed it all up the other day when I saw a photo. This
2: was bugging me so much because it was like people just being forced into voting yes or no on something and you're basically saying like at the at the top of this bill is this thing that you're supposed to do right and you have to do it or not do it and what they're not telling you is that a hundred other things are are, inside inside of this bill and it's like well i don't i agree with that but i don't agree with this this and this and so i'm seeing the other day on tv there were finally some guys every single player had a black lives matter shirt on there was one guy standing and he was holding hands and the legs of his fellow players they all had t-shirt on they're all supporting the same thing but this guy's standing because his brother is in the military and he's trying to respect the United States flag at the same time uh, while supporting what his friends are doing and supporting the movement like why can we just please have a conversation where we're allowed to do both and and it doesn't have to constantly be either or and this mm-hmm. this either or business of like, if you're not on my team, you're just wrong and evil and you're not a human. And mm-hmm. it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Really?
3: You, right. Like we've
1: come to that.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so frustrating. It is frustrating.
1: The bill thing is a, is a funny example because they do say, well, the bill is this. The other stuff that's in there, you know, I didn't put it in there. It's in there. But it's all got to pass together.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Do you want to play some of that music like either the common sense this or, land this land or, my your, or this Come land is your.
1: land Come on Griffin Come yeah.
3: I Remember if I oh. even do remember you, how to play do you need it. the lyrics? No, I know how
1: to Was it that long ago in the world? What woods? year is that
0: thing? Is that an old one? That's uh, like a vintage reissue. Vintage reissue, yeah, it looks nice.
3: This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to New York Island From the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream water This land was made for you and me As I went walking that rhythm of highway I saw above me that in the skyway I saw below me that golden valley This land was made for you and me This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me I've roamed and rambled and followed my footsteps To the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts And all around me a voice kept sounding This land was made for you and me This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Island From the Gulf Stream waters to the Redwood Forest this land was made for you and me. That means everybody.
1: <laughs>
3: it's really that simple.
2: The rest for of it of is us. so
1: pretty when you like It's beautiful. Nobody, thank, I, you. Thank,
2: thank you. Thank you very you. much. Are there really? more verses? There's a few like there's one where he's like talking about uh trespassing he's on he says that on the front side Who wrote that? Uh Woody Guthrie. Oh Woody Guthrie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the front side, the sign said no trespassing but on the back side it didn't say nothing this land was made you and me
0: that's great powerful, so, who, who are your song. biggest influences songwriting wise um i mean lyrically for sure i mean
2: bob dylan and and um leonard cohen and mm-hmm. uh but johnny cash and um i listened to a ton of u2 and but then I had a bunch of weird stuff. Like Pavement was one of my favorite bands in Me high too, school. Me too, I <laughs> love Pavement. Love and Pavement.
0: You too. Like the Unforgettable Fire. That mm-hmm. song is yeah. that a song? It's yeah, an, it album. Was an album and a and song. A song. Mm-hmm. That song is killer. That's such a good album. Mm-hmm. The, the making of the Unforgettable Fire is a good documentary too. Oh, I didn't. Really know that. good. Better, yeah. better than Rising Star. I don't think so. Well. <laughs> it's funny that you say, <laughs> that you say you
1: too because the first time I saw you, living room, two thousand four, maybe. I was randomly there saw him play and I thought I was looking at Bono like playing and singing. It was just so bizarre the really similarity it. between you oh, and him. Oh cuz he looks like Bono? Dude, when you, like I
0: didn't see it but now 2004
1: I'm it. he was sitting there with a guitar and I was obviously bootlegging it with a camera and I was zooming on your face and I'm like that's fucking Bono.
2: I don't know if that was the same night but there was a night when Steve Lillywhite oh came my God, you and do look like Bono. He, he got behind he the is. board
0: and mixed the whole Thing. i'm That's telling funny. you yeah <laughs> I mean, stop saying he is i mean to say he looks like it's one thing but to say he is no, like well. that goes to a weird place then. It's like, <laughs> bono <laughs> like, was already reincarnated and came back as griffin <laughs> by the way the mustache is good you like it yeah my father-in-law came good, in the cabin the good. other day he's like
2: <clears throat> he's like this big linebacker football player guy super deep voice looks like nick nolte yeah he's a wild man hey the mustache looks good on
3: you i wouldn't say that if i didn't mean it you know yeah like, <laughs> like okay i guess i'll keep it yeah it doesn't it work
0: that's uh, funny yeah I even feel weird that we talked what we already talked about. I feel weird about it too because it's just sort of—it's so dangerous. You, you, you're, you feel like you're—you could get canceled this, this or... close of being misunderstood, and it, yeah, it's like—and you got to reiterate, like, I am for racial equality, and exactly. I do understand that a lot of reform needs to happen. But but the point I was trying to make is that you know that it, it's just interesting that it came on top of a a mass public trauma for sure that certain people were then told to be silent and then also like you said also silence equals violence and all on top of each other i mean that one day where it was like black square is the only thing you can do or else you're a you know racist fascist you should be canceled Mm -hmm. and then midway through black square day it became like black square that's not gonna you know that became fucked up halfway through the day halfway through the day the rules rules changed on that one it was like oh and i was glad i didn't put a black square i was like oh at least i didn't yeah at least i didn't comply there you know what i mean it just becomes like yeah, it
2: felt tense almost <laughs> like in my house for several days when enough time had gone by and the word on in the media was like if you don't do this you're signaling to the entire world that, that you're, you're somehow a, or a racist you're, or you're something racist. and it's like are you kidding me? Like, like can I please think about how I would like to respond to right. this and and by the way like what if I wasn't even on what if I chose not to be on this thing that I what hate if I yeah. yeah, yeah. Social, if I what if I had a life media. where it's like and then I was yeah. like and and then finally we got to like you know don't worry about it because you'll take take your time to say something and then when you do say something it will really be from the heart and yeah. and something that's really you know so i i did that and waited and and i felt weird about it. i felt weird about uh, man i i want to do this but at the same time i know that it's not good to just give all of my free will up to some some buddy the government or whatever telling mm-hmm. me to do
0: something i don't know yeah well, it does feel like too like there's I, I don't know. Like 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 these things they they, they fall in line so like so orderly. Mhm to to uh to an agenda uh, yeah uh, of domination and control and chaos and I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter I'm talking about COVID me too the whole, and, the, whole it, thing. the whole the whole like series of events we've well, it, well I started to feel like I was it, in a George Orwell novel well, and that it's all unfolding well, well, it's, it's like it, do this you must do this exactly or, and I'm like I don't want to be controlled right now exactly it's so over the top there that it's like okay if there isn't a conspiracy then then you then it sure easily looks like one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not a stretch to to assume a conspiracy. Sure. I mean, it's in a way it almost like becomes a conspiracy to not believe in any conspiracies at a certain point. Mhm. I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. But you know, Ehud is a, a big mask wearer, complies like do, every time I try to talk about this stuff with him. He goes, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just do what I'm told. I don't think I don't have any thoughts. I don't know. Anything. <laughs> Honestly, I just right- don't
1: express them. I like stay clear of it why just because it's like i don't know i got bigger things bigger issues
0: bigger issue. okay like what I like don't put me on the see? spot <laughs> anyway <that's laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> back to johnny cash no but what you said about kids we don't know the 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 effect yet i agree with him completely it's mm-hmm. only been five months you know it's uh, l- listen it's a long time a lot of shit has happened mm-hmm. but we don't know the implications on kids mm-hmm. or or psychological or long term it's like we're living through this and the the and i know you don't agree with me on this but like people in this country um there's there's no i you have to understand i come from a country where at 18 you go to the army for 3 years you sacrifice a lot the country's been at war for 70 years nonstop. When I was in high school, I used to walk around with an actual gas mask mm-hmm. because Scud missiles were falling from Iraq and in, into Israel. And there would be like uh, air raid sirens and we'd run into shelters in high school. And that was mm-hmm. and and that's a little more extreme than what's going are on are you
0: here. doing it when i was your age i used no, to have no, to walk to school no but for i'm just saying miles. i'm just saying that's why my opinion <laughs> that's, that's why, what it feels like that's why frank, my, we, my
1: opinion is slightly skewed because i come from a place when i was
0: your age i used to have to walk to high school it's just the shit you have <laughs> to deal
1: with there on a daily basis is so massive right that and, and i sacrificed dude between 18 and 22 i was like a soldier had no say in anything like i was you know so it's only been five months and it's still evolving but it requires sacrifice on either whichever way you look at it and i feel like people aren't really willing to make any sacrifice whatsoever um, you
0: really think that's what you really no, think no, that's just, why people like no. resist?
1: No, that's not why people resist. That's because to the me, overall, like to me, overall, re- to
0: me, resisting is way more difficult, right? And more of a sacrifice than not Listen, resisting. Listen,
1: everything is difficult,
0: right? Everything so is what do difficult, you mean, the, the,
1: but people just don't want to deal with difficult, and and you know, I, I'm not. I'm not saying resisting is a problem. I'm all for resisting. I'm all people should do
0: I'm not even saying I'm all for resisting versus non resisting. What I am saying is resisting is I feel like more difficult than not resisting. Yeah, Personally. So when you say like, Oh, you're not willing to you're scrutinized more. So when I'm saying yeah, so when like a mask person says like, Oh, you're not willing to sacrifice, I see that as the opposite. I, I I think it's easier to comply. Either way, it's but new. I, and and by the way, that's not a judgment if you are complying with with that strategy. I'm not. Ma- I'm trying to say that point without yeah. judgment. Yeah. But of uh, uh, just looking at it like just from a distance, not siding with either. If I would pick which side is more of a sacrifice to me, it's like not complying. And I see them. I see most of those people as motivated by. Protecting civil liberties I don't think that they're lazy And just don't give a shit Cause it's easier to just throw a mask on Yeah exactly I mean than to deal with like the world Like freaking out on you When you walk out of your front door Yeah true, exactly true. <laughs> You know it's like so that argument doesn't hold up to me.
1: I'm just saying that overall, it's been five months, it's still developing, things are still <laughs> happening, nobody knows what the implications will be. Well, I
0: think a lot of people do know, and I think a lo- I think like a lot like once we see what we're sacrificing, it stops being rational. And once it stops being rational, you then have to ask yourself, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What are we still doing? And I think also when the casualties of the reaction start piling and piling and piling, which, Unfortunately, they're going to. Mm-hmm. Then you really have to question: what is going on here? Is this about a virus, or is this about control? It's so tempting.
2: Here, here exactly. That last line was great, and it, in these times that are seem so divided. At least that's the way that it looks. From what we're seeing, right, reflected to us, which I'm not even sure if it's as divided as it seems like yeah. it is. But and I
0: don't know that that's what it is. It I'm just saying. Be. I'm just saying you gotta at least be able to question that without being called a fucking lunatic. Of oh, sure, a, y- a yeah, and like, lunatic.
2: It would be the nicest thing I could be think think to be called. I mean, it's right. a, there's a lot lot worse. But it's almost like you have to make peace with stopping caring what anybody else. Thinks of you, and I mean my my whole summary of this whole thing is like my goal is to love my neighbor, mm-hmm. that means everybody, mm-hmm. like and if we start looking, we start caring so much about our own ideas that we're willing to dehumanize the other side because right. we, we disagree with one another, and that's what I'm calling for that's what what I'm talking about with the social media stuff. It's like right. it's not about supporting a cause or not supporting a cause. I support the cause, what it is about is standing up for not dehumanizing people because there's a dialogue in place, and we need exactly. everybody to be loved yeah. no matter what and heard and, and that's why I was talking about like having the forum where people could openly speak because you can't tr- you can't treat the other side as as less than human or bad that's when mistakes yeah, bad mistakes happen yeah and and like I don't know that's so I felt like it's important to just like sum this all up because i know that i'm sitting in the room with people that are like we believe in loving one another regardless of your skin color or any other thing Mm -hmm. so like let's make that blatantly clear right despite any other controversy we're talking about right 100 percent.
0: yeah i agree that's cool yeah what do you think like the role like do you think maybe as a songwriter that 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 have you thought that that could be an avenue to where you could because through songs and poems you can say things you can sneak things in and say things like Woody Guthrie's a great example with that song that can kind of uh go past detection of like the sort of thought police for mm-hmm. instance yeah do, for do, sure do, have you thought about writing these concepts you're thinking or like this thwarted communication through your songs
2: i'm usually pretty I'm usually pretty direct because I think as, you know, I I mentioned um, Dylan as an influence and he's so, so brilliant. I think he's the best that's ever been in terms of writing songs that like the lines just blow me away. But then what I respect also are people like Tom Petty that can say, he could take a song and and in like five words say what it took Dylan 50 to say. And it's like, how did you write that song with just the, like 20 words and make it so good so i think being super direct and to the point with less words is what i have tended to strive for but um maybe my next album will be just a bunch of subliminal messages
0: after doing this podcast <laughs> i don't necessarily mean it has to be wordy to communicate but like have mm-hmm. you been inspired to like oh i can't really say this in a social media post mm-hmm. maybe i could say it in a song i mean
2: well that's the whole thing is that i i I wanted to do that so many times where I would just like, hey, guys, if you want to know what I think, see line 31 of this song, <laughs> that, which I've already written, where it says, legend says our family tree grows black and white and Indian leaves.
1: That's a great... And if
2: the history books are right, none of us are really white. In fact, I think that means that everybody's blood is just the same. Whoa, it feels so good to have your blood in my veins. Oh, yeah. We're all the same.
1: Yeah, he's got a he's got killer yeah. lyrics. I agree, I agree
2: with
0: that. I like that.
2: But now I'm like, now it's almost like, a line that is that well-intentioned to just say like, can we just all be the same, meaning human beings? It's Mm -hmm. like, no, you can't do that because that's somehow (laughs) devaluing something. I was like, really? (laughs) Okay, it's like the best-intentioned, most-loving statement anymore can be ripped to shreds by somebody somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sort of like what the... For a sensitive singer-songwriter like myself, it's a hard it it's a hard line to to walk cuz I don't like that sensitivity part about yeah. myself. It'd be much easier to just strap on a football helmet and linebacker my way through through life. Yeah. But it's like I feel stuff and I care about what people are feeling and thinking and it's it's tough for me to feel have a conversation like this in public and go, "Oh man, now I'm just going to have to" And then it's like Everything that I get scared about, like, never really happens anyway, you know? Like, I'll, I'll put something out and think, oh, man, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, somebody's not, not going to be happy with what I said here, and it turns out everybody's just kind of like,
3: yeah, well said. I wish you'd speak more, more about that
2: stuff, because you're coming at it from a different
0: angle, and we need more of this, and mm-hmm. I don't know. That's been my experience. Has it? It's pretty much, yeah. yeah. Honestly, and I do feel like so many people are feeling that sort of uh, silenced mm-hmm. vibe, Mm-hmm. that and they're the you know like they're out there and so the more of us that just take a chance and just like let's speak let's have rational mm-hmm. conversation that doesn't get hysterical or or descend into name calling of the worst mm-hmm. order like you know it, it it can happen i mean so uh, this happened on this podcast a bunch too where yeah, i was thought, gonna like, say that oh man we better edit that out or that this that and i'm sure that's that's gonna. I'm gonna have that feeling about this, but, and then, then, we leave it but in. then we leave it in, and then it's fine.
2: Yep, that's just yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the third, the third
2: way, or another way, other than like either or, is what I've been trying to get my mind and other people's mind to open up to as much, because we make it so much about like. you're either either kneeling or you're standing and you better decide which one's like no these guys Mm -hmm. are these guys are locking arms and they have a reason for doing what they're Mm -hmm. doing and they're they're finding a way to love one another through this and and not compromise their belief system but still show that they care about everybody Mm -hmm. and but that's that's the way forward to me but i don't know we have probably talked about this
0: yeah we did we covered it but that's good on us we have to good on us for talking about (laughs) it man (laughs) you know and i hope you know and uh you know i love everybody too man and travel is equals or not at all i have a song that goes like that travel is equals or not at all so yeah you know i i could dip back into that too and express that sentiment but yeah what about your common sense number That's one that's not really relevant in terms Uh, of the song. You can
1: just do the way I was made with all those references.
3: Legend says our family tree grows black and white in Indian leaves. And if the history books are right, none of us are really white. In fact, I think that means that everybody's blood is just the same. Sing it with me, boy. Whoa, it feels so good. To have you blood in my veins? Whoa, it feels so good. To have you blood in my veins. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little snippet, a little snippet. Now. A little bit, a little bit.
0: Here, let me let me sing travel as equals yeah. just a little bit. Perfect.
1: That way, we're not at well, all. That way,
0: yeah, that way we'll show everybody. We... In the dark, the graveyard chatter, in the light of freedom's call. In the heat of any matter, travel is equals or not at all. In discussed, classified, I saw it written on the wall only way we can survive travel is equals or not at all you can't be in greater comfort as my pain prevents your fall the truth will come and tell us brother travel is equals or not at all and when we get to where we're going past the divide, past the stall past the wind that's always blowing travel is equals or not at all your way find a way Way find the way, follow me.
4: Give it up, give it up, give it up to your destiny.
0: Your way. <laughs> oh, that's find great. way
1: free doing snippets here
4: snippets
0: you know what's so funny is to like have a conversation about that then you have like you also then have to play songs that (laughs) say hey i believe in equality (laughs) (laughs) but hey that's the world we live in i know it's weird it's a weird one man what do you think uh what do you think um the future holds in terms of singing songwriting and and um versus live or do you enjoy the live stream I just played at Steven's Talkhouse with GE Smith oh. and we did this we, this uh I was going to say it was a good gig but it was weird cuz people were in another room watching us from TVs Right
1: that's really weird
0: Very strange but what do you what do you what's your take on how the future looks for what you do to make your bread and butter I don't know what the future
2: holds I know I've been grateful that during like with the stage it stuff, it was great because I'd, I'd look forward to it every week and I'd get feedback from the audience. And when, when I was done, it was like my body had gone through the whole chemical process, uh-huh. the same chemical process that, it, that would happen if I was on stage. And I felt that same lightness and, and felt that natural high from playing for people and mm-hmm. just felt amazing. And um, it, was, it was nice. And then it got to be, well, that got interrupted by the move as well, which I think got, I took about a month off. And then, um, do
1: you feel like you're losing your audience when that happens? Like,
2: no, I think I just knew that summer was rolling in and people were about to get busy, and that everybody had been. I mean, I was on it like right at the beginning, where first week of COVID, I hopped on Facebook Live and did a free concert for everybody. Just like, we got to come together and, and re, you know, mm-hmm. remember what life's all about, and we're going to do a free concert. And then I started doing the stage it shows. And then, um, then I just, I think recently I've just been definitely I've gone a little instead of being so excited and and feeling creative vibes and everything I've gone a little dark like recently I've just been a little bit Mm -hmm. down about about just it just comes at you from every angle and and I guess the uncertainty of like man is, is some of this the new normal and are we are we just accepting stuff that's not even working and then we're not gonna
0: we're all just gonna go go along like a bunch of lemmings with this thing I, I don't know well it's it's rational that you would have those feelings it was supposed to be two weeks when it started it's five <laughs> months later yeah. and with no end in sight and yeah. with panic amping up when yeah. it doesn't really seem to make rational sense in terms of death count for it to do that especially when you see i mean i play music for a living travel around and play for
2: people and then i'm seeing all these restaurants open around me safely right. people are sitting outside and people are are gathering privately and publicly in parks and on beaches and safe distances, and then every single show where we're trying to do the same thing is being canceled. When the 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 actual science behind what's going on there is no different than what's I
3: opened mean, up, and then it, you're kind of like, what's it going on? Doesn't sense. It makes also, no sense. Or like churches, or like or
0: like and yeah, are the or, same thing. or like. Uh, well, I don't throw churches in because they've like they've been. Canceled, but like re- throw in Walmart and throw in Target, which never closed. Throw in anywhere, but it, you know. but you know. But yeah. the fact
1: that two hundred people can go on a church and that's acceptable, and forty-five people can't go into a venue is unacceptable. Is kind of, they're both venues. Right. People pray Fire at the church are, and people pray at the music. But venue. the
0: churches got hit too. That's what. That's yeah. why I don't like yeah. that example. No, but they did for a minute
1: allow that. Okay. And didn't allow venues at the same time. But
0: Walmart and targets and never closed not even for a day Mm -hmm. not even for one day dude (laughs) you know like (laughs) but you know so yeah it just doesn't really make uh yeah yeah it doesn't have much to do with uh rational thought no but it's interesting because we're what the the vibe we're speaking on is supposedly the anti-science vibe Right, like this is the anti-science thing. <laughs> right, and it's actually, but it, it is the whole like George Orwell: every, war is peace, like you know, freedom is slavery, science is not science. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly like, rational is irrational. It do, it really like you know group think. Mm-hmm. You don't th- you know thought police. All of it. Your silence, you, you know. Is consent, you know that kind of stuff. It's just, and I think it only it's very proves like, Orwellian. It is so
2: Orwellian, and that's the part that's just. I think every day I walk around, kind of going like, "Do do do." Oh my gosh, we're really in the novel now. It, it's really what's going it's on.
0: It's really weird, and I and um, I don't know a way out of it. I don't know how we're getting out of it. It doesn't seem like enough people are willing to. Say what the fuck! I know. <laughs> I
2: <don't> know. <laughs> and then I think when people do, I was, I've been so refreshed by it. There's c- certain folks like Bill Morrow, just like he'll s- start saying, oh, "I love him." So he'll he'll start saying like really surprising things where I'm just like, "Whoa, this guy's!" It's almost as if he's like changing his tune from what I'm used to, but really what he's doing is just looking at stuff, calling a spade a spade, and speaking with some common Honest sense and rational thought. But yeah. what ha- what I've w- noticed. What happens to him when he does that is he starts to get thrown under the bus and put into a category that he's never been in from like day one Mm -hmm. by people that just don't want to have a conversation because Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to simplify somebody else because things are too complicated for you. So I'm like, I'm going to simplify you and put you in
0: a box because I don't want to have to deal with this. And Mm -hmm. he
1: never shied away from saying doing that for forever. It's not new.
0: Do you have a plan B in terms of um career and stuff like that or is there a way that you can like w- for me i i paint as well i'm gonna right? come take painting lessons from this guy <laughs> joe
2: yeah okay. joe i know down in the east village yeah he, yeah he kind of we have maybe a
0: few should, things in common maybe i should give some painting lessons Yeah. like al Demiola's giving i know like, he's
1: doing I, he's doing th- he's doing a dinner you come to his house dinner, Yeah. A dinner and you get to jam with him i know but it's yeah. very pricey. It's a bit
0: pricey, but, <laughs> man, yeah. if I had if I had the money, I, I would definitely go eat dinner yeah. with Al yeah. and fucking take yeah. a guitar lesson. Yeah, or jam know, with or him. Or jam with him. But, uh, yeah, so I guess we have to think People about People are other, innovating. Yeah, you don't have any sort of innovation ideas, or...
2: I, I keep thinking that I'm going to wait this out and get back on the road again, but I don't know. I think that's what I get a little nervous about, because it's this whole time interestingly enough i was i was like sitting and talking to a therapist in nashville about a year ago and i was like i think i need to take a sabbatical like a year <laughs> off of the of from the road mm. and, but, but then i was like man if i do that i'm gonna feel like i'm slacking off or just guilty about not playing or i'm mm-hmm. gonna be nervous the whole time that it's not gonna be there when i come back and then lo and behold it's like a forced sabbatical which for the first month was kind of relieving and then through the course of it all I've realized how blessed that I've been to be able to play shows for people and if Mm -hmm. I could make that movie again it would be like it would not be called Rising Star it would be like superstar and thank you so much for for the fact that there are a hundred people here tonight and I am a superstar because it's just like this I'm so so lucky to be here and 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 I wish that 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 guy that made that movie I mean I think it took making the movie to have that realization and then have all this
0: happen and then go oh I I feel you so much on that like the 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 pot let's talk about positives of all this my access to gratitude is so right there like dude if any Mm -hmm. like i'm just i know i don't take anything for granted anymore even like dude even going on a fucking run man Mm -hmm. i'm like thank you i get to do this like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yep like that part definitely let me let me ask you this so you you're a runner huh yeah, I. Uh, Is that a regular thing or? I quit
2: for
1: a while. You
0: look jacked, man. I he's know. I said been, that outside. He's always
1: been jacked. This guy.
0: What's so, up with this guy? So my my wife keeps <laughs> tell, trying to <laughs> tell me he's that like
1: fucking great hair. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Dan, Jane. You got a crush on this guy or what? I love Griffin. Yeah. I'm okay. like Jane. I don't have any he's friends. Bono.
2: Why he, do you think he's here? He's fit Bono. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that You guys are saying this i'm like jane i don't have any friends i don't have any guy friends why don't i have any friends she's like because you walk into the room and you look jacked and people get kind of like pissed off at you and i'm like what are you talking about it doesn't register bro i'm
0: alpha enough to handle friendship with you let's do it let's Let's do it i can you know i got my yeah i I feel you on all right you can calm you need to calm the fuck down bro wow Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious! Uh, <laughs> Told you we were gonna fight. Did I? I didn't I lie about fight. that. I like it. Now we like haven't. It. You should see us when we really go. You should go How watch. How long that. have you guys known each other? Ooh, Too long.
1: Apparently, before 2010, <laughs> 2008 or <laughs> okay. seven, or six. <laughs> All right,
0: a long time. Cool. Yeah, Man, not that long. A decade. A decade. A
2: decade. No running. Cool. Running's always been uh, around. I. I mean, I was. I was running going on long jogs when i was early teenager and then Mm -hmm. i decided my senior year of of high school i was like i'm gonna join the track team so Mm -hmm. i i gave it a whirl and ran the mile for i got to do four races and then i got these stress fractures in my shins and couldn't do it anymore so then i had to quit the track team buy a bike i rode my bike all the time and Mm -hmm. then i hurt my back and my I don't know my late twenties or something, so I started doing yoga all the time, and mm. I'd stop running forever. Cause I love yoga too. Yeah, my wife's a, a yogi. A yogi. Were so
1: you she's... in some golf scholarship too?
2: Yeah, I was. I had an offer to play at Ohio University, but I didn't do it. Are went, you golf? I grew up as a kid
0: playing, and uh, it's it's my uh, it's like my Zen time. Nice. I never golf, so maybe we could exchange golfing for painting. That'd be
2: a good trade. <laughs> so
0: and do you uh how far do you usually run or what's your what's your vibe there do you go today i went
2: like three no i I went 3.5 today and i went 3.5 yesterday and i sometimes i'll just even do one and a half or two just to get yeah just to get the blood moving i try not to overdo it because i still have some issues with Certain things in, in my body where I just want to take it easy. But I, I love to get the blood flowing
0: and get the endorphins rocking. I like pushing it. Mm-hmm. I go. Yeah. I was running in these for a while. Now I just hang out in these. Nice. You ever fuck with those? I have not for rocked the, those uh, Vibram yet. Five. I thought you fingers. took a
1: break from them. You're back. I wear them
0: like as my casual just hang oh, out shoes, hangout just, shoes. just to disturb people. But I did. <laughs> Joseph
2: passed me on the on the bike before we started the podcast. Yeah. And I, he didn't recognize me
0: me it wasn't because of the were, mustache were, i had a handkerchief
2: over my he face he was masked
0: up everybody He's
2: i was a, masked up i was doing it just to prove the prove the point I'm walking down the street all by myself i got my
1: mask on yeah what shoes are those but then he goes
0: i had these shoes on he goes man i have the same exact shoes same exact ones air Jordan." oh you
1: didn't even know it was griffin
0: i mean no, I, I figured I, it out when he said uh, hey <laughs> um I didn't expect him to be that jacked. I was like, who's this jacked guy? <laughs> oh, it's Just Griffin. Jacked He's jacked. <laughs> 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 so, did you watch the Jordan documentary? I did. What'd you think? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So cool. I played basketball with uh, uh like with uh on, you know, in the play or whatever yesterday in New York City. It was like prison rules though. Every and I'm 6'5, so every time I get the ball, Two dudes basically tackled me. <laughs> right, like that was the game. Like it was just yeah. like super seriously, physical. it was super physical. Nobody could call fouls. Yeah, you like gotta be prepared that. for that. Yeah, it was like you gotta lift a, some weights to get fun? in the game. I had fun, but like once I knew, I was like, oh, okay, so we're, this is how we're playing. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I'm like, and then I like would. I'm ret- a boxer. Guys. And then I would return it, right. and then they were like, okay, let's calm down, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's calm down then. What is it? like you know what's weird <laughs> it was like funny. you know <laughs> what
2: what's strange about watching that documentary is that when I see the way that his mind was wired to yeah. just completely go in there and strive for like he just had his mind so focused on what he wanted and mm-hmm. where he wanted to go and yeah. I relate to that so much and I actually don't like talking about it because I don't want to I I don't want anybody to know that I actually care that much. I
0: love this. This is interesting. Because
2: if I did let people know that I cared that much. PS you're so, letting them know right I'm now. I'm letting right. them know right now. And if I did if I let them know, it'd be so obvious how far below the bar of Michael Jordan you, you suck. <laughs> like how how far below that you you've actually and, and I don't know that's kind of what the movie is about, is that like it's a person that sets the bar all the way up here in the stratosphere, and then, even though they've accomplished so much with their life, feels totally like a failure, basically
0: he does seem that way like that's the pose at the end like i don't know hes he fe- it feels something sadder about it at the end like i that's with the part you think and yeah, a little bit not like completely yeah. taking care of yourself that, like hundred percent you know what I mean that's like, the
2: part that didn't make sense though is that i I'm watching it, and I'm going not Uh, to judge
0: i hate judging
2: no i meant it more from from my own perspective of like it's it was interesting to me like even my wife like turned to me and goes man like there's so many similarities between like the mentality of like
0: this is you this is the way in what way is that you how does that i think how does that relate
2: because like growing up um watching all these movies in the 80s like rocky rambo. Or there, or Ram, there was rambo rocky there was a movie called vision quest with matthew modine where he throws the guy in, i know all about it dude madonna yeah soundtrack exactly so like yeah. those were the archetypes that i felt like and then somehow <laughs> yeah, what but, happened i thought life was a race a basketball game of a, a sporting event yeah i thought that's how i'm wired and then i started playing music and i thought that the that music was that too and then i started watching guys like Bono, who unabashedly said like, oh, we wanted to be like the biggest, the biggest band, band, in, band the in the world. And yeah. then you, and you sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, 16 year old kid, you think you can take on the world and sometimes you're right. And I'm like, that's me, that's right. me. And then everything that I've tried to apply of like these Michael Jordan rules have been not true in with music because it's just not, art is not like that. It's not. Well, object- there is a subject- side, there's to a it side, like
0: a competitive side to but, it,
2: but our award how we get recognized is not like by being necessarily the best or shooting the lowest score or running around the track the mm. fastest. It's so rigged. It's so there's so many other factors that go into that, and it's so it's, mm-hmm. you just kind of end up feeling like I don't I don't know. I mean, it's can super confusing when you have that mentality. Mm. But that's that's really what came up for me when I watched the documentary. Is that I, I'm like, why do I relate to this? dude so much and yet i think i'm always trying to talk myself out of it too it's like there's that level of competitiveness inside Mm -hmm. and that and yet i'm constantly trying to uh buffer it with like no just like relax and be cool and be an artist life is not a competition just and then i'm like am i Am I at war with myself constantly by doing this instead of just going one way, like mm. balls of the walls? You know what I mean?
0: I do. And you said something about that in your documentary, too, where you were like, when when they when they come up to you and say, Ryan Adams, Wilco, and it's like, you kind of like almost like downshift going like, yeah, this is my destiny. I don't even have to do like all the." <laughs> right. I related to that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. So that's interesting.
2: It's it's just a weird thing to talk about that I'm not even sure anybody really understands other than probably somebody like yourself that does what I do. And then I think I probably just sound crazy when
0: I'm talking. Well, like nah, not up. at all, man. Listen, you're investing in, in manifesting a dream mm, and you're yeah. sacrificing your whole life towards that. Mm-hmm. So that takes a certain mentality and mm-hmm. a certain amount of uh, bravado. Yeah. And insanity and. Yeah. And faith, a lot of faith, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what you're talking about. And it is competitive. It's not it's not the same as sports, but, you know, there's charts. There's only so many people, you know, you're mm-hmm. vying for attention basically. Yep. But the thing is, is we we came of age in a time and then social media happened and social media turned everybody into an artist vying for attention right exactly know? so it's like it's just kind of interesting
2: that's another thing having in common a, a, about coming along i mean i think you started before i did
0: but i hope so i'm a hell of a lot older
2: well <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't but, but you come along like at like the same time right and, and and the music business was one thing and we all kind of knew what the rules were and what you were supposed to do and then all of a sudden every year went by and it just looked less and less like itself and now it's a totally totally different thing
0: you know yeah that's true and you know but the thing is this man is like what i love is that i'm you know a, a man of a certain age now and i've been doing this for a long time put mm-hmm. out a lot of records and yet the minute like sort of GE lights up these new songs of mine Mm -hmm. and gets me all inspired about like, Oh, I'm going to overdub and do, and start working in my little makeshift, you know, home studio. And that same excitement and that same euphoria and that same like series of dreams that help sort of, you know, push the thing along happen. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is the place where, you know, this is going to sound like cheesy poetry, but like where I could dance with God, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's still here for me. Yep. I still have this little church that I found when I was like, so cool, 15 or 13 or making synthesizer, like composing. Mm. I can compose. It happens to me every
2: time I hear a great song and, and you know, well up again and I go, oh, it's magic. It's just magic. It
0: is. It's like, so, you know, it's like, and so that supersedes all of the winning of any competition. Absolutely. And, all that. That, 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 and, that, and that's genuine. That really does. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, like you even said in a documentary, does that mean I don't wouldn't want to play in front of like, you know, a stadium in, you know, Columbus or whatever you said? And, and of course, but what does it even Meaning, I I totally believe that you know, mm-hmm. like I, I would love to play big audiences, but even like playing in front of a hundred people or even less, and when you're in the zone and people are feeling it, it's magic. So we're we gonna do this like painting lessons for golf lessons
2: trade. I'm down for real. I I'm, mean, I'm down. I would I, I would love
0: to. I've never golfed.
2: What I know now is that that pretty much means you're way cooler for, because you're you're teaching me <laughs> to paint and I'm teaching you to play golf but i'm getting the better side of the deal because i'm getting to get the painting (laughs) you got to come over to my side and start playing golf yeah uh
0: that's true (laughs) that's true we should do that
2: honestly though it's 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 probably it's my favorite thing to do like uh, outside of playing music yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. what's
0: so good about it
2: um there's a feeling i mean you play sport you, you play baseball
0: no, but I play like I box. Okay, and I, uh, you know, like I said, I play basketball a little bit, but n- no, I never played baseball.
2: The feeling of like when you hit a baseball like right in the sweet spot, and the ball oh. goes over the fence, and, and it's just like this amazing point of physics where like, I just swung at this ball and it just and just knocked it out of the park, and it felt so good, even to hurt. I hit it so good, and I think what I love about golf is that you're constantly you're kind of like chasing that that perfect feeling of like this perfect shot and there's so much there's artistry involved in it Mm -hmm. complete artistry there's um imagination um you're outside in the fresh air and that's always really filling me up I play by myself a lot too so um, it's either early in the morning or late at night and I'm just kind of quiet and zenned out and um I did that a lot as a kid too it's how I spent my summers and it just I think it just takes me to a spot where I'm I'm really working Mm. on the precision of something. And so for me, it's almost like it is a form of painting. Like I'm painting, painting shots. Sam is songwriter. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just, Mm. it's not anything that you would really associate with with the sport in any other way, the way that it's commercialized or sold or country clubs or anything else. It's literally this, I feel like I'm painting, I'm painting the ball across the sky and it's just such a cool feeling
1: that's awesome yeah sounds very zen yeah do
0: you have any kind of like uh spiritual practices or beliefs or like do you you know you call that kind of a meditation or whatever but like do you have like do you believe in god or do you pray or anything like that yeah i
2: went to a weird spiritual strange spiritual journey kind of i um i don't know where to start but i got i had a very unusual sort of um almost physical encounter with the feeling of death when I was really little. And it, I developed this insomnia that I, I could not sleep because I would just sit there and meditate on what it would be like not to exist. And it got so real for me at an early age that I would, that my only way to cope was to just believe that there was a God there that loved us and cared about us and that it was all going to be okay. That was the only thing that made me feel better.
0: That's still the only thing that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> happened though? What caused
1: it?
2: what caused it i think um seeing people i saw a few people close to me die and then i think again just to talk about like the power of film i, I think watching movies and like seeing scary scenes and seeing people die really got to me and i started to realize that one day i wasn't going to be here and i couldn't i couldn't wrap my head around the idea of like not being conscious at all ever mm-hmm. again like just f- the finality of that just felt too big for my my little little seven-year-old mind mind too and so somehow um i went away to college and like did the last thing that anyone would expect me to do i got really curious in christianity i kind of i became almost like a kind of like a born-again christian again um and it was it was a trip because like i kind of knew i was involved in it was it was just like campus crusade evangelical stuff and it was like I knew there was a part of it that was fundamentalist and and unhealthy in a way. But I was like so curious about the spiritual aspect of it that I thought just maybe perhaps there was something real there. And then I think some other people that I'd looked up to in my life I know had been on the same journey. Even bands like you 2 had talked about that and Mm -hmm. it it gave me a level of comfort of like I think I'm going to explore this.
0: Is it something you still explore? Or are you uh, still, still I, there? I
2: think a lot of the ideas that I got in my mind, I saw how they really messed me up, especially like in terms of just the the control around sexuality when you're you're, you're an 18-year-old that's like getting into into college and then all of a sudden being told that um, loving someone in that way is totally wrong unless mm. you're married, married or yeah. just those types of things that really I took very seriously and then mm. – um, so yeah I don't, I don't know I think that that became a conflict for me in a lot of ways and then I think through music and uh a host of other things like I kind of developed I developed some drinking issues and stuff that didn't drive very well with what I was doing and I would think that I was asking God to help me and that didn't seem to happen and then I started to question if he was like really there because the only thing that ever worked with that was just total absence abstinence and
0: Going to AA and doing that stuff, and so, my experience with that is asking for help and getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but maybe like in this kind of indirect way, but then like in hindsight, going like, oh, uh, seeing a direct correlation with prayer and actual prayers being answered. Yeah. But I tend towards that kind of framework. Yeah, I'm I'm open to
2: i'm definitely open to it it's just like the further i go the more it seems like the less answers i have and i don't know what that really means other than to just kind of ask ask for help and and then try to trust that it's it's coming
0: (laughs) well i some some of the way i frame what's going on in our world right now too though is like in those in the biblical terms you can frame it that way yeah where there's like you know sort of a spiritual war going on right now where evil is, like, you know, there's, like, good versus evil, so to speak, or mm-hmm. light versus dark, you know, or something yeah. you could You could look at it that way. You
2: can definitely look at it that way. I shy away from that a little bit in the sense that, just like we talked about before, I think it's it's really dangerous to, like, assign another side as the evil or the wrong side because then you can justify doing really bad things to them. Well,
0: I'm not personalizing aside it's Mm -hmm. more just like the things that will strip humanity down of its uh, of its like uh life force Mm. and 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 push humanity towards despair Mm. so just simply put like that Mm. like whatever elements Uh, are push are, are are destroying people's faith right that's the evil so, so it's not like, oh, this side's evil. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's just, so it's like, that so on that level, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I honestly, you know, and, and with all this stuff, I, like, it's not that I know that that's what's up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, sometimes I look at it like that and go, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, that could be the case. Yeah, I do too. That could be the case.
2: I explore all any, any type of explanation that my mind can try to help me make sense of
0: and if that is the case then it's you know like you like if that is the case then it's not some there's no stop point the Mm -hmm. stop point will be resistance Mm -hmm. towards towards uh the destruction of people's faith Mm -hmm. there isn't like oh let's just you know just keep going along with this for a while longer yeah some people say I felt a, I felt a
2: lot better when I felt like my I just had sort of blind faith in in things. I felt a lot better.
0: Yeah. Well, it just takes a mustard seed of faith, mm-hmm. so to speak, to move a mountain. You got a song? Yeah. Okay. Um, good.
3: <laughs>
2: there was a mustard seed line. Uh,
3: just a little miracle is all I need, but. I can't even muster up a mustard seed i got thoughts in my head can't get them out trying not to think what i'm thinking about now broke down no pride trying not to slip into the dark side
2: i don't know this that's uh, a mustard seed line Keep in going there. it's good Uh-oh. It's the beginning of the song
3: Ten years ago on the first of spring I moved to town with the world on a string Life was a game and I was one of the best Gunslingers in the wild west I bet big and I played to win I made a fortune when my ship came in I ran the table never thought I could fall and then I wound up in the path of the cannonball now I, shake this losing streak every road i take is a dead end street i got thoughts in my head can't get them out trying not to think what i'm thinking about mm-hmm.
2: there's like 20 verses so it's <laughs> <laughs> great Reddit. what album is this song uh it's a new one it's a brand new one oh. beautiful thanks man i love it thank you it's
0: real good real strong
2: i'll take some encouragement from joseph arthur any but, day yeah, no
4: that's a
0: great song man i Thanks, love that buddy. shit yeah that's really good good thank lines you. thank you yeah man <laughs> trying not to think what i'm thinking trying about Trying
3: not to think what i'm thinking about mm-hmm. yeah
0: man so
1: <laughs> we <went like laughs>
0: i should have just kept going no it's good <laughs> little snippets
1: um, So, you know, I know, I don't know when you have parking and we've been going for like over like an hour and 45 probably. It's been going great. Oh, my Um, God.
2: Parking is at 202. So that's in 10 minutes. We've been talking that long. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, Should we wrap it up? Me and Griffin are going to do some uh, session after this as well.
0: I guess we should. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Unless you you want to refill
1: uh, the meter and we'll, we'll pick up for another half hour.
0: I feel like we've. There might
2: be more in there. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah. Okay. Do you want
1: to just go do the meter? Yeah. 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 Go do the meter. And we're back. And we're back. With just Griffin Wade Paying the meter. And Joseph Arthur. Do you have
0: any like siblings or anything like that?
1: Yeah. I have a
2: sister.
0: A sister? Five years younger. How about you? I have a sister. Okay. Yeah. And a half brother I never met, but. Okay. Supposedly I have that's, a half brother out that's there. That's cool. Yeah. He would be older, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Some or dude just way.
2: walked up and said, "I'd really like those shoes, man." Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Who sent them to you? My friend uh, Will Eubanks in Texas. Shout out, Will
0: Eubanks. What's up, Will? Is he re- related to Bob? Might be. Never ask him. So <laughs> or Kevin. Um, so what's your what's your brother do? Or My no, sister. your sister. Sorry, younger she's sister. um. She does dead people's hair and makeup. Oh, for real? Mm -hmm. Wow. No,
2: she, her, uh, yeah, her, I call her husband Dr. Death. They have a funeral home Mm. in Springfield. (laughs) That's (laughs) wild. So, yeah, it's wild. And and they, it's kind of like what, six feet under the show. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe she does that every day, but yeah, she does. And they're, they're in a tough spot right now with all the COVID stuff because Ohio is, especially, has not been doing great with that. And, uh, They've just been in their house. She's been in the house with the kids for like months, you know. Just how, like she, not how she faring? I mean. Is she losing it? She's okay, but it's definitely – I FaceTimed with her the other day. It seemed like it was a little tough,
0: but it's tough on everybody in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah. Does she get used to, like, doing hair and makeup it on the people? It seems like it, or? yeah.
2: It seems like you she talk does. To her about it or – We've never really gone in depth, but it's it's mainly just gone. She'll mention something. I'll go,
1: wow, it's crazy that you do that,
2: you know, Mm -hmm. and just she's like, yeah, pretty
1: much. How does one fall into that?
2: Well, you marry somebody that owns a funeral home. Oh, that's how it went? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She married, I mean. Chicken before the egg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, well, it's probably good money in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's steady,
2: steady business.
0: People aren't gonna because a lot
2: up, kicking
1: dying. the bucket anytime soon. <laughs> it's guaranteed income.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's probably not like what most people want to do either. So usually, like things that people don't want to do pay well. Yeah, that's one of the arguments I've heard against socialism. Mm. You know, like nobody will. You know, certain jobs right people do because they pay really well mm-hmm. like like apparently being a garbage man pays really well
1: extremely
4: well
0: yeah in new york city it's well, a that very makes, hard that
1: job m- to get that makes sense
0: mm-hmm. because it's you know not exactly you know if every j- job was even yeah then nobody would want to do that one people would be like no i'll be the i'll be the waiter right.
4: yeah, yeah. yeah 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 you know
2: i mean i could talk about that for a long time and share my concerns and opinions but what just with the whole socialism idea it's like that's Uh. a whole nother (laughs) ball of wax yeah. My first so is- you're
0: probably a socialist, right? <laughs> 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 this land is your land. Yeah. This land is my
4: land.
1: That's <laughs> why grew the most probably, well, It's probably it's
2: probably safer for me if I just say yes, yes I am. <laughs> it is.
4: <laughs> no, Well, you
2: know,
0: my first hint was I looked on your Instagram and I was on July 3rd, there's an American flag. I'm like, okay. I had an American <laughs> that let's I, talk by, by, about that. Okay. By the way, by the way, by the way, I if you look at my Instagram, <laughs> uh july 4th is an american flag with a poem about something and uh, and that's know. i
2: didn't even realize like my kids and i painted
0: but i painted the american flag so my, did we it was all a little, messed little up. watercolor yeah. yeah and i put and i
2: posted it and hardly anybody liked it and i went oh okay now i guess i didn't instinct? realize that you weren't supposed to post the american flag on july 4th now you're like I'm, I'm almost. To? It's just, it's sort of like. Really. I people know are taking I it as a rule. signal that you're on one side wow. or the other. I'm like, I,
3: this yeah. doesn't mean anything other than it's the Fourth of July. That's
0: a cool <laughs> one. <That's- laughs> like, well, I'm on the side of liberty. Me too. I mean, I'm on the liberty. side. I'm on the side of that. Is that if that's a bad side. Well, that's then, what it's supposed to mean to be a liberal. Is, that is like. Liberty. That's what I. Yeah. Who
1: that's what
4: I always this? thought.
0: That's what I thought too. Is this
1: your kids.
2: Uh, I, I painted that with my kids oh, and that was my pretty. version and and we did mm. it together and i there was another post i did where i just shot the american flag hanging in our cabin and i did the times they are changing Here's behind mine. it yeah i see that, it
0: that was mine on july that's 4th. cool man i, I painted it? that
1: oh yeah that was hanging at the show
0: but then i uh i um this one uh, so i wrote this one May we be unified. May we find go. peaceful resolution. May we all stand as equals with love and respect. May we be proud of who we are and who we can become. May we as a country breathe in the spirit of Ho'oponopono. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. May those be the new stars and stripes. May we be unafraid to speak our minds, to speak our truth. May we be able to debate different perspectives without fear of annihilation. May we cancel being canceled and (laughs) allow each other to grow through stations and mistakes, to find a joyous light within and share it to those who have less, to those still squandered in the dark. May the least of us be treated with the dignity of a king, And the most fragile be held carefully like you would a graceful queen. May we focus on how we are one and bring peace on earth between father and son. May the drumbeat of our independence roll with the lightness of laughter. May we all reach for our dreams from now to ever after. The great experiment we've become, the gift of life, the will to run America, the dream waking up to itself. May we find our way back to peace, holding our heads high in the dignity of who we might be if we allowed our light to truly shine. Boom. Spoken like a true poet. <laughs> Thanks, dude. That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, that's what I posted. I mean, really. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, you know, like, and that felt, you, you know what's funny about that? I like that? how the flag's blurry, too, because that's yeah. meaning, meaningful in and of itself. Right. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's an aggressive kind of flag, and it could go either way. But, I, you know, even the line, may we cancel being canceled. Oh, yeah. I debated, like, I, 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 cause I went, I, I wrote that poem and then I went on a run before mm-hmm. I posted it. And I thought of that line and I was like, that, that will seem like I'm on a side. Right. But I definitely think we should cancel being canceled. I think all that stuff is terrible. Me like, too. you know, like I just think, you know, so, and now reading it, I'm just like, man, I can't, I, I, I even thought twice, I thought more than twice about that specific line.
2: I, I did that, um, two of the posts that I made that were similar in thought um in terms of spending time doing it I had to proofread and and edit several times and I'm kind of I ended up being glad that I did um mm-hmm. because I think I got to the the point better by doing so but it's just uh yeah man I, like I get I was about ready to say before we came back from taking a little break it was just that my wife's really a fan of Joe Rogan's podcast and she's always sending me those too. So yeah. it's almost, almost, you know, only so much time in a, in a day, but from what I've listened to on his podcast, like he just seems like he has um large diversity of thought and on, on people on the show and mm-hmm. it's like really fair and, and open. And if anything, um, is pretty, pretty safe in terms of, of airing and, 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 more left-leaning yes yes is and that what you're about to, i think that's kind of what i'm getting at and, yeah and, and and in a way but not biased in that way but just right. yes more more so and then i my wife got a text from one of her old friends from san francisco a while back and it was like i, I know where it, this is it was going. like three guys and they were all like just just white dudes that didn't get it and he was one of them I'm like hey really like we've gone that far where like somebody who's actually trying to
0: rational alt- altruistically
2: discussion. do something good in the world by including people and, and creating a forum where people can speak now he's thrown in that category right and when that's happening and I know that's happening yeah. that makes me nervous to talk about stuff that we've talked to today simply because I know yeah. that that's happened and at the same time I'm like. Yes, and that's why we should be talking about it. Exactly. It's exactly why. Well, we and should also,
0: be. like to get, like I guess the criticism about him would be like, oh, well, you, you know, you let people like Ben Shapiro and like as if you know, like you know, like so what? People with different thoughts and different ideas. Yeah, it's like let allow you don't have. Just because you're having a conversation with somebody doesn't mean you agree with everything (laughs) they think. Exactly, that would be impossible. But that's where we started
2: to head. Like that's become like common thought now.
0: It's really true. Yeah, I, I remember I was alerted. Like my first like thought of like this whole. Well, I even said like the Alex Jones thing, which a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, Alex Jones is terrible." It's like, yeah, okay, maybe that's your opinion of that. But my point is you know like I like freedom of speech Mm -hmm. and I will defend your right to the death you know even if I don't agree with it Mm -hmm. but I remember like posting something about Jordan Peterson once or something right oh yeah you know when he first came out and, and I didn't think one way or another, right. like to me, it was like, Oh, clean your room. And he was like motivational. And it was like, and like I said, I'm into self-helpy stuff. And it mm-hmm. was like, Oh, this is another kind of self-helpy guy.
2: Mm-hmm. And you didn't understand that he was, you were going to kind of get bashed for that. Because, I got bashed. Yeah.
0: I, I was like, they were like, Oh my God, you're posting an alt right. I'm like this guy's alt-right like i was like wait he's just like telling you to clean your room and this that and the other like to me it's just self helpy i don't get where's why is this alt-right i didn't understand yeah and i still don't really like i guess like i i I see it you know okay he's maybe a bit more right-leaning than i sort of thought or whatever but whatever like that doesn't bother me necessarily it's like you know different ideas I don't know. Do mean like we, just we, because also just cuz somebody might be inspiring in a certain kind of way again doesn't mean you agree with every thought that comes out of their right. you know head or that you have to back everything they think or say you know as well, long as somebody's not doesn't have hateful rhetoric right exactly it's like what's the damage
2: well, what we should make clear is that somebody that doesn't agree with one side does not necessarily mean that they are on the inverse other side it means right. they have a whole different yeah. opinion that doesn't is not confined to those two that binary way of thought which is right. like if you don't mind i would read mine that please, I, because this is the first do. thing that i said it, it went along with the Woody Guthrie thing and it speaks to what we're we're talking about now, but this is the first thing that I said after all this stuff I waited and I and i I just waited for a moment to speak up and I wrote um, In this world where the news and social media have become so political so divided so black and white so right and wrong Is it possible to see that there are more than two sides to everything? This world is not two-dimensional and our thinking does not have to be dualistic There is another way that rises above a two-dimensional construct of duality of thought This is not a way of silence or indifference or neutrality. It is simply a choice to, through it all, be forgiving, loving, peaceful, understanding, caring, compassionate, open-minded to yourself and to all people, to remain changeable. To understand that it is not freedom or equality, it is freedom and equality. Open the Bible and read what Jesus said was the greatest commandment, and ignore the rest if you must. That part is what really matters. Listen to the Dalai Lama, read Khalil Gibran. Here, Martin Luther King Jr. Remember the Native Americans who were here before us all. There's room for all of us, all of our similarities, all of our differences. We can all be part of the solution. This is a song by Woody Guthrie and it's American Anthem. It's not a communist song or a protest song or a nationalist song. It's a song about loving the land and loving one another. Peace and love to all this 4th of July. Be independent, think for yourselves, and
0: be willing to listen before you speak. I'll do the same. Love, Griffin. Damn, that's what you posted? Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Damn, I like that. What, you're making fun of me now?
1: No, I love your reaction. <laughs> less, <laughs> less, He's less got, a, you got a great reading voice.
0: No, a, oh, thanks, man. Uh, you you mean was, me or are talking. Oh, yeah, said, no. like I, know, I knew who you talking. thought I was going about. a little too fast. You too. To I, slow I, down a little. Both of <laughs> <laughs> you, I
1: mean, you've done spoken word. You should probably look into it.
0: Yeah, that was good. Thanks, man. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't know we were going to talk about this stuff so Me much on on today, but I'm I'm glad we <laughs> did, man. And I hope we're brave enough to just go ahead and release. I'm it. gonna release it. Oh, you are?
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna edit anything out. Yeah, you no. didn't say anything that gets you into hot water. You stay <laughs> on the fence, hey? Who?
2: <laughs> well, it's sort of like if you if you listen to this. Whole discussion and if you're still can't with take us. things in, in
4: context, yeah. context and figure out who we and, are. And you, you want to call us racist at the end of this? Anyway. Then, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know what to do for <laughs> <you> at <laughs> that point. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll just say this: when I was growing up, I had a giant poster of Jimi Hendrix in my bedroom, <laughs> the size of like my whole wall, and I basically worshiped him like a god and mm. still do so there, yeah, yeah. there so there you
2: go me as well <laughs> among a whole host of other folks that i'd you know, be proud to call my friend and my heroes that e- happen to be black e- men. E- exactly yeah <laughs> yeah so there you go can i ask yeah. about your heroes
1: one thing i was curious i know like joe's met a lot of his heroes and played with them who have you ever crossed paths with with some of your icons oh yeah yeah with i who? mean
2: just the as soon as um, Joseph said that about Peter Gabriel calling him, it was like those little magical moments when I first started out. Like one call I got what, right when I first put out uh, my first record, I got a call from the agent or something. They're like, well, we got Springsteen's home phone number because you're going to go play really? with Patty. And so, I'm the saint. Yeah. At the well, I, I, we played at the Paramount Theater, and then I, I played like four or five shows Why'd with her. Why'd they
1: call you? Why'd they want you? I
2: was going to just go open for her her tour she had a record out and um bruce was there a bunch and that was just i was getting an education i guess a couple years before that my uncle played me all springsteen's music and stuff and just just to have that moment when you're just starting out in the music business was sort of like what this isn't supposed to happen this easily or this fast you're not supposed to be just hanging out Backstage spending. Smoking you know, splits with Joe Trauma. <laughs> right. So, what
0: did you do? Did you hang out with Bruce at all? Did he tell you anything? Yeah, we had he...
2: lots of great conversations. I
0: mean, what he say? I got
2: a lot more time with him than I should have had, but, um, like we're standing in the middle of the. I was watching the band, uh, sound check at the Roxy. There was no one there. It was just me, me standing in the middle of the floor. The band's on stage. I think in I'm LA, all by myself Roxy, in LA. Oh, you did a whole tour but, with her. Yeah. Well, five shows. And oh, they, wow. I, was, I uh, yeah, big cities. Big cities, and so I'm standing there, and then I,
3: like, I heard this voice beside me. Beside me, like, I remember when we broke out of this club in '75. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, freaking
2: reminiscing, and I'm just going. And then he, I just kind of like let him go, and um, but lots of like little anecdotes like that, just special just moments you and where him? he, to, yeah, yeah, I mean, sitting backstage That's before crazy. or after Patty went on, or just having little discussions here and there about stuff and the first time that I said hi to him was great because I thought maybe he was only going to be on the tour for five I didn't know if I'd ever get a chance to say hello so it was the first night and I saw him in Patty's dressing room I'm like well he could be in and out of here and never come back again. So my one chance to go say hi so I I pretended that um I was like finagling away in there. And I said, oh, Patty, I'm going to make a set list. What, do you run, what song would you like <laughs> to hear for my Because well, she came in the door like, in, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> she came in the door singing one of the songs off my record, which I thought was so cool. I was like, oh, you took the time to listen to my music. That's really, really neat. So I kind of used that as an excuse to make sure I got to meet Bruce and went in there and said, "What, making a set list, what do you want to hear? I was like, I normally don't make set lists. And, and Bruce looks like he's playing guitar. He's like,
3: got to make a set list you're in the big time now boy <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, was beautiful there's so many little anecdotes like that oh my uh, god It was just great That's great memories sweet.
2: what's
0: your favorite bruce album
2: um good question i mean nebraska came came first to my mind but it's probably between born to run and born in the usa i'd <laughs> say yeah if i just had to really narrow it down
0: but i yeah i love born in the usa me too. So yeah. many good songs. I, I uh, got to play a Carnegie Hall tribute to Bruce when he came. Oh, nice. You know, they do those. I
2: saw that poster in the City Winery when you I, did that. And yeah. I
0: did uh, Born in the USA. The song. And he came up to me afterwards backstage and he goes, I don't have a good Bruce Springsteen interpretation <laughs> like you do, impression or whatever, but he was like, that was a real brave choice. You did it real good or whatever. That's so great. Like, yeah, you like, acknowledged choice. that it was a brave choice. Did you do it straight ahead or did you? Did I you... did it kind of like a slow version. Okay. Of it. It's such an easy song to make poignant mm-hmm. if you just like make it sad acoustic yeah a lot of covers are like that you yeah. take any kind of pop song yeah turn it into sad acoustic it's a pretty it's a winner it's, it's a layup yeah it's a layup of emotional <laughs> effectiveness <laughs> For sure. and that one is a layup it, For it might sure. you know but uh i like greetings from asbury park a lot you know i, when I don't he, know that one as well it's great That's his like first album that's mm-hmm. when he was kind of like still had a lot of dylan and van morrison influence yeah yeah, he hadn't really found his Bruce-ness quite yet. But right, his lyric writing was super poetic.
2: Yeah, he's changed yeah. a lot over the years, or gone through lots of phases, for sure.
0: Where do you think the future of the singer songwriter is? Like what? Like, what's our place in all this now? I
2: mean, I've I've kind of felt like he's been extinct ever since I first started because people just come up to me constantly and go, "Oh, you'd a really." made it if you'd been born 20 years ago or 30 years. You're just he from the wrong that. era. Fuck, fuck all that stuff. I know. I, know. That. Like, I think that it's, I mean, if you're, I think that it's gonna be more important than, than ever. It's like, that's because what I'm getting who at.
0: else is gonna, I'm driving it down.
2: Who else is gonna say what we're talking about right now in a way that's like, look people, like we're not trying to hate on anyone. We're talking about peace, love, and
0: understanding here and trying to find a way forward. That feel like creative it could be and inclusive. a vehicle for expression. That's, yeah, that's, not that that's, always that's, the role? That's more and more. Well, it's more and more disallowed. Like it, it, it was always the role, but there, we didn't have cancel culture before. Freedom of speech wasn't as oppressed as it currently is. Yeah, I mean, talk so, about
2: the liberty of freedom of speech being in question. Who else is going to champion that than other than us?
0: Right. So I think our role is becoming more and more important. It is. You know, and, and the whole I saw a meme the other day, like where it was like, um, like, hey, you know, st- those of us that need that went to concerts like every weekend or saw live music every weekend, we're not doing OK. Well, that was the meme. You know, and I think about that, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just that sort of interaction like it was interesting playing with ge at the talk steven's talk house in the hamptons Mm -hmm. in that room it sounded so fucking good Mm -hmm. it was like loud and was playing live music again and there's people outside watching us on tvs (laughs) and because i do the live painting thing and i would set up loops and then ge would play the loops i like with a mask on went outside to where the people were and i had a canvas set up and i could like Go out the door with the kit, with the mask on, and I was singing through the mask, and then painting.
2: That's so cool.
0: Yeah, but I was like, the difference between the sound out there, oh, yeah. and then when I went inside where no one was and right. we were playing, it sounded amazing. <laughs> it's like, damn. I, that's just an aside, but it's it just interesting that that sort of it's it's the, it's a lot of those things I feel like that that sort of um, support human spirit like mm-hmm. live music even sports events just that community people coming together we we we, we need each other mm-hmm. and those these are the ways that we've come together and sort of shared intimacy even even with strangers and stuff that mm-hmm. are like sort of being like sort of strict like and that's what I was saying the whole like this could be a spiritual battle of good versus evil not necessarily any side but just that's another thing humanity was leaning on that's being taken out yeah drained out from the bottom mm. for this supposed other thing
2: well i feel really i feel connected and encouraged that somebody whose art and work that i respect as much as yours who is obviously a very artistic creative free thinking mind is not is thinking in a way that's not as far off not far off at all from the way that i feel myself thinking and that feels
0: encouraging and hopeful to me today to go like oh, okay maybe it's all gonna be okay right yeah i appreciate that i appreciate that same thing sentiment right back at you actually because yeah it's just it's nice and and even just to feel like okay we can talk about this kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. you know and you know let the chips fall where they may it's like at a certain point too it's like I don't want to get to the other side of of all this and, and just feel like, oh, I never said anything. Right. Yeah. You know? Like some people I
4: know. Woo No, I'm just fucking around, dude. I'm fucking around. No, but
0: like It's so funny. <laughs> no, but like uh because like that's like when you stay silent Okay you stay safe But mm-hmm. you like But who you are as a person Starts fading away More yeah. and more Like you're very Like you kill yourself Before you're dead Yeah And that's the thing That and Because I've experienced I've experimented with silencing myself mm-hmm. enough yeah like I'm not like this bold I just say it like it is all yeah. the time I don't actually I'm fucking afraid I think of lines like cancel cancel culture yeah and debate whether I should fucking post shit like that Me like too. five times you know what I mean I'm not like some kind of like wow I'm just such a brave warrior actually mm-hmm. no I'm afraid and I think a lot mm-hmm. and uh Me a lot too. of times I a lot of times I shut the fuck up mhm and I think I, you're and a risk taker, Joe. No, I definitely I, mean, I push myself towards it, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, I do when when I notice, oh my God, who I am as a person is fading away. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually feel your person your pers- personhood yeah, mm-hmm. draining yeah. from you. Yep. And yeah. that's the spooky thing. And I don't think that's that's not, not an original idea of mine. I think that is in nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. Those kind of ideas are there, you know. What do you think of that? I think that those kinds of books are really important to, mm-hmm. for people to read. I think
2: it's important for people to read things and not be censored. I think it's important for us to remember our history and where we came from so that we don't repeat it. And what scares me now is that we're so, we're so offended about, by everything and because we can't talk about things without being afraid to offend more people, then we just try to do away with everything that's happened so that we forget it. Mm-hmm. And then if we forget it, we're de- we're destined to repeat it again. That's why they teach history in school, so that we don't repeat the past again.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, it, I get, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I uh, I definitely read, spent my time reading those orwellian books and mm. maybe that's it's felt a little too
0: close for comfort here well, recently you, but the part i think about with that 1984 all the time is when he buys the journal and that's like this crazy revolutionary act like even mm-hmm. him having a journal mm-hmm. is enough for him to get the death penalty yeah you police. know and the thought police and then as soon as he's like breaks the seal on it starts writing like you know, down with Big Brother over and over again. And that's it. He's crossed the line. Mm -hmm. I just think that's like real interesting. And then we had Amel Mathluthi on the podcast and Mm -hmm. she um, where does she come
1: from? She's Tunisian, like a Tunisian Tunisian song singer songwriter that grew up in Tunisia. Uh,
0: Yeah. And and she was talking about how like when she was growing up, there was the concept of like you kind of almost had to act like not too smart.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, she grew up in a dictatorship, yeah.
0: Right. Oh, right, playing dumb
2: in in order to outsmart people. Right. Yeah. Can't be too too
1: progressive otherwise. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I had a thought when you asked me about this thing because I think what we're both talking about in regards to something like 1984 and thought police and all this um, being extremely politically correct with everything and suppressing Mm -hmm. free speech for the sake of, movements and so forth. That's something that I think we're both talking about coming from the hard radical left that's imposing its way on society and taking away our civil liberties. I think that's what we're agreeing and talk about. And I think what's fair to say and worth mentioning is that there's a whole uh, group of people that are thinking along the same way and they feel like Everybody on the on the far the far right is to blame for the exact same problem that we're talking about. Basically, that like they just flip it in their mind and think, <clears throat> "Oh, they're not responsible. It's the other side it's, that's responsible." Yeah, we're just doing the this fasc- ping- They're yeah. the fascists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So they're we're, they're kind of agreeing on the same point, but thinking like, "Oh no, it's coming from over there." No, it's coming from over there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's kind of both. And then we, t- I just wonder if there's a way to like open up and go, you know, there's probably so much, so many more people in the middle that agree on so much more than we think they do but we're being bombarded by the media and social media so much that it's creating this feeling of division that's actually not as bad as they're saying that it is.
4: I hope.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that but I also think there's only one side that seems to be limiting free speech and you know.
2: On, on that on that topic for sure but i think in terms of um other forms of of people's rights and and authority suppressing yeah. people down or taking away people's rights may not be freedom of speech in this way but i, I feel think you. that there are so many
0: yeah i didn't like the unmarked vans taking in people I, that that yeah that rubbed me the fucking that of rubbed me, that rubbed me wrong of course um, you know but that being said, too, I, I, I don't like, you know, I, I definitely am all about people protesting. Yeah. All day long. Absolutely. First Amendment all day long. But also not so into like burning down federal buildings and all that kind of stuff. Either. Well, yeah. Like I'm, you know, there, there is the line. But That's the like line. I don't want anarchy and chaos, but I definitely want people to be protesting all day long. I mean, you know, I think that I think that's a lot of people feel like that. I think so too. Even that feels like an edgy thing to say. And it's I don't weird. know why it's so hard <laughs> it's to so just hard talk, to talk about why why <laughs> Martin Luther
2: King Jr. was so, so such a beautiful man in person, and they they were so organized and they did everything peacefully in a way that there was a there was a mission and a leader behind that, and that's why it's so effective and why we're still learning from that today and benefiting from it, and and yet like we're trying to devent, defend uh federal buildings being burned down and things like that it's like i don't think you have to uh i think you're allowed to disagree with that without saying that i'm on the other side if right. i do right you know what i mean yeah <laughs> it's like okay yeah we're really going down a rabbit hole <laughs> <these> <laughs> we're today. already out
1: the other side <laughs> yeah we
0: already we already went down <laughs> we the went rabbit through hole. the rabbit we hole, went and all then the we came it. out and we're all do you have okay. any more songs you got another yeah, let's
1: uh, yeah, either wrap up with a song or definitely do.
2: What kind of song do you want to hear?
1: Just use that for the vocal. I have the guitar on its own channel. Uh...
0: Play another new one. Once upon
3: a time in a faraway land, there lived a girl and her old man. sang and they drummed and whistled and hummed and then he ran off with the band and he flew through the daytime and he rocked through the night and he poured his heart out Underneath the spotlight One day he came home And his girl was all grown She'd written some words And a tune of her own She told her old man and hoped he'd understand And then she ran off with the band And she flew through the daytime And she rocked through the night And she poured her heart out beneath spotlight and the years passed them by like clouds in the sky and the little girl who never imagined he'd die she made her way home and found him alone with the light going down in his eyes then she held his hand and she thanked her old man as she watched him turn into starlight and they flew through the daytime and they rock through the night and they poured their hearts out beneath the spotlight
0: that's beautiful man
2: this guy my daughter and i wrote that together oh, that's really
0: great really <laughs> what a great way to end this podcast too man wait so they, wh- is that new
2: yeah she she was playing this little piano part over christmas and it was like this that little descending thing i love that piano. descending vibe yeah and then uh i wrote the words and we we played it together and the, the goal is to get her to play the piano part and sing with me tell me, me about it. i'm trying it. with this
1: one
4: it's yeah
2: hard she's, she can play and sing so it's kind of cool she's a little shy but how old is she she's eight
0: nice yeah man that's a great song too thanks man yeah very inspired sounding oh thanks you know when songs have that feeling like mm-hmm. you you're hearing the song but you're seeing the connection the songwriter has with the universe mm-hmm. that had that example in thank it. thank you yeah
2: that it seems like that's the stuff the only stuff worth doing now you know if yeah. it's gonna just be like a contrived exercise of like sit down right. and enforce a
0: good song it's like no, nah, they kind of have to be special like that i know i feel you on that man these are these are thick times we're in and i'm i'm, I'm happy to meet you
2: so glad to hang with you today yeah man, man. yeah it's this been has really been great
0: really cool and um Listen, if we both get canceled at the end of this conversation, <laughs> then we'll, I don't know, maybe we can do a canceled tour. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like just playing in backwoods areas We're at yeah, people's right. bug outs. We can like travel to like, bug outs all over America. That's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bug out tour. Yeah. All yeah. right, man. Thanks, Griffin. Thank, you, thank Griffin. you so much, guys. Yeah, man, thank you very much. Any Any final words?
1: Yeah, during quarantine, working uh, quarantine. Oh, where yeah. can people find you? And
0: uh, I've been doing. Uh, I'll probably keep doing
2: it for as long as I can't go tours. Uh, Friday nights? I play a stage at show at six p.m. Eastern time, and uh, I usually do that about every week. And I do other kind of like streaming events and stuff. But my website's griffinhousemusic.com.
1: And all your albums are available there, I saw. The website is very well done. Yeah,
2: they're available there, iTunes, Spotify,
0: whatever, but yeah. Cool. Check them out. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Ehud.